Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. <laughs> All right. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Craft Impero podcast. You are here with your host, the Viking. And the bourbon. It's the birthday, birthday cowboy. cowboy today. Bourbon birthday yeah. cowboy. He is officially 31 years old. That's right. Uh, Actually, 32. That's not cheap in the affair. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> and with us, we got the mad Russian. I'm not ashamed. Come on, 32. Let's go half And uh, the better looking Michael Jordan's here as well. So. I love that. I love that. I'll take it. I'll That's take it. I just call him the BMJ, but it sounds like it's a very illustrious blowjob, so I'm yeah. gonna stay away from yeah. Yeah. So, what comes after the blow part? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, yeah, here's that pick of the. Of the oh, the Ramos? the glass. Oh. Yeah, that's, I think that's what I was, yeah, that's what I was talking kinda, about. Yeah, yeah it's like I a, tried to, and she goes, man, glassware. What we're talking about is I um, was at Olive and Oak the other day and, and had a glass that somebody was doing some after dinner drinks in and I was like man I'd really like to try a bourbon in there so I tried some Remus um, repeal reserve which I thought was really good of course it's MTP but I wanted to try it in that glass and I thought it was a fantastic glass tried to buy some could not do it but we'll get it done but that's a picture of Mark, it didn't you guys can't see we we'll talk about there. before uh, a lot of Scottish distilleries don't they use the stem Glencairns uh, yeah, they're like this tall. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean. Yes, um, actually, even McCollum had had some Spanish copas in their tasting room. Dude, we start buying those and never using anything else, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Yeah, I'll start judging a restaurant. You don't have stemmed blank hairs. <laughs> That's what I call them. They have, probably have a real name too, and I'm just calling them stemmed blank hairs. Uh, so we're all together, um, tried to get as much of the group together as we could um, for our end of the year podcast. So it'll be the last podcast of 22, um, and we're going to go over, amongst everything else we're going to ramble about, we're going to go over some of our favorite cigars and favorite pours that we remember from this year. Um, so everyone's just like kind of smoking around. Yeah, I was going to say, that could be a problem. It always like, is. We probably <laughs> forgot more than we remember, but <laughs> always freaking about. is. Um, so we're all just kind of smoking on what? I thought it was best and worst. I was prepared for that. Best and worst, yeah. Oh, I'm always, oh, always yeah. worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, best and worst. <laughs> yeah, there were a few disappointments this year. <laughs> oh, many disappointments this year. But um, it is the uh, Bourbon Cowboy's birthday. As we said, he's 32, not 31. I apologize right. for that. Yeah. Trying to steal his years away. He's not happy about that from the get-go. Um, so we're going to enjoy ourselves. What um, do we want to pour first? Now, well, since it is your birthday, um, you got me this for Christmas last year. I haven't opened it yet. 
shit. So I figured yeah. we'd pop it open. I thought oh, you were going to get it back great. to the first person. That's why I was like, oh. <laughs> well, kind of. You're going to give him yeah, the liquid. Yeah. I'm going to keep it in the glass, bro. Exactly. Hell, I'll yeah. take it back. For sure. um, the, on the video, John, you guys can see this is the original Duke bottle, uh, the original family recipe version Man, of it. Those are really hard to um, come by, at least. Uh, they are, and they even even so much now that when I guess they either still produce very 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 few of these, or people have taken them into collection, and uh, the company behind Duke actually puts these in a display box now. Like if you've got the bottle that you can buy the display box from, and it goes into that box, which is super cool. I do not believe I have a backup. I think I just want that's maybe uh, a is quarter it, still in there. Is it is it actually the, the, the packaging that comes with the bottle, or is it like uh, one of those aftermarket bottles? Or I think the company no, did an aftermarket original. bottle. Oh. Or yeah, what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, okay. it's I don't remember these ever being in like a barrel staved coffin and shit, but you know. <laughs> well, anyway, while you're cutting that up, I. Uh, that's kind of the way I picked the bourbon. I was like, you know, and thinking about this year and what was new in the bourbon industry and what caught our eye, you know, that's kind of what I brought. And um, I didn't know who, who was showed up because I, I didn't hear about DJ or I figured you would show up at some time. I, did, I didn't know when you would come. But, so I just grabbed some bottles of what I had left and some stuff that I thought were really good this year and were new. Uh, which one of them is Booker's, uh, but we're going to do the Duke first. But I just grabbed three. Shit, we might. If I get the there. damn thing open. Here, let me open it. Here, you fuck. Yeah, I'm yeah. done. Uh, we're trying to talk cigars. Anyway, not working out. Some that I thought were really good, and I know we're going to talk cigars, what we thought was new this year that we really liked. And uh, probably. I already did that, guys. That quirk. Um, yes, I mean, there's been a, a lot that's gone on in the cigar world this year. There's been a lot that's gone on, just period, and with, with spirits. Um, some that, uh, not that all of us are like crazy Cuban connoisseurs and hunting them daily, but uh, Cuban cigars uh, across brands, the least amount of increase that's happened was 10%. On some large brands like the Bahike stuff, when you start getting into the movement number twos and things like that, they've gone up 55%. 55%. Yeah. So, like, think now if you buy a Bahike 54 that everybody's always going after, right? Scar right now in some parts of Canada is like 126 bucks, turn $200. Wow. You know what I mean? And like literally you're 60 more dollars onto the cost of the cigar. But, you know, uh, that sort of, um in, 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 in wine, it's existed for a long time about trading wine features like uh, uh, the, the, the first growth Bordeaux's, you can buy a, a vintage that will be released in five years now, but by the time, but long before, for a lot of people, long before they, they even get those models that they, that they purchased now, it'll, it'll be bought and sold multiple times before the grapes are even harvested. And, and and they so they're, they're, it's 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 a commodity, a transferable commodity even before even before it's produced. Right. And I from a from a kind of appreciation kind of sort of perspective on that, I hate that. 
I, because I, I, I don't know, I, I think the stuff it should be consumed. I don't, I don't like buying for resale. Yeah, 100%. And it's the thing with the, the Cuban market. I, we talked about this last week. I was listening to Kirby Allison. This dude does his YouTube. I'm a fan of his great stuff. But he, um, he was talking to a, a very, very, very like 200-year-old family shop in, in London. And they were talking about how you know 85% of the market is, is Cuban smokers and this and that. Right Now, that statistic is obviously not true. We know that. I think it was misworded. Maybe they meant the European market, which that is true. You know, when you look at it, um, but that kind of price increase, um, you're going to alienate, you're going to lose probably 35% of your cigar market, right? right? Like if you've got a cigar that's 12, you know, that's not as dramatic when it's $12. If it's, you know, $150 and then suddenly with its 50% increase, it's $225 now, you're like, whoa, whoa. Uh, I'm out. You know what I mean? It's hard when it's like twelve dollars and it's eighteen. You're like, ah, okay, still, still, it's still a twenty dollar bill I'm giving you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it changes there. But that that kind of price increase, that's yeah. wild, man. Yeah, two twenty is the same same thing. Yeah, different than the one twenty. Exactly. Right? That's a no for me, dog. That's that's insane. That high of a tax price, and the idea behind it is that they need to generate more income like well so make the cigar more readily available you know what i mean it's never you never legally be able to sell in the u.s i don't think that's ever going to happen it just we're too we're too like mm, fuck you mm, it's not gonna happen but well, I, when i walk into that that lounge in, in melbourne australia I, well first of all they they they're required to cover the, the bands so they have this generic brown band that goes over the the, the cigar band really that's by, by by law, and and then and then there wasn't anything in there in, in the humidor that, that was less than hundred Australian dollars. So, I, and I realized how little I, I I know about Cubans because I I don't I don't ever see them, so I, I don't recognize them by name. I might recognize some of the some of the, the bands, but since they, they 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 wouldn't even let me pick it up to slide the generic label down. Right. And then, of course, as I, as I mentioned, it's an awesome-looking lounge. It looks like you're sitting in, in, in John Dutton's living room, and, they, and, and, and the, you, you, sit, you sit down, and they'll come cut the cigar for you, but you can't smoke it there. You want to light it, you have to step outside. <laughs> <laughs> so it's photo album. All right, sir, this is a five-step process for your not your enjoyment. No. <laughs> but I do like the, the dropping of Yellowstone right up. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, we are drinking the Duke today, and we do have the bourbon cowboy here, so that oh yeah, might as well drop some Yellowstone. Another old cheers, fellas. Yes. So everybody get in here. Yes. Right on, guys. Thanks for coming down. Thank, Thank you. Come on Thank you. Come on the microphone. All right. And peep the uh, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, please, yes. Mm. Mm. What did I say? This will Pins be the swab. <laughs> this will be the first time and only time that yours will be longer than mine. There you go. Uh, you know what? Take it. Wow. Yeah, that was a dick joke. I just come back. You know what? That's the BMJ now. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. That's pretty smooth. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, that's one hundred percent. That's probably ninety. I bet. I haven't looked at the bottle yet, but I bet that's eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight proof. Yeah. <clears throat> I believe that's what that says there. 88 proof. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
this is great. I'm looking forward to it. I chose the, uh, I don't know where the hell I was the other day. I think it was at Captain Z's. I went down there, or I was close to there, stopped in to say hi, and got a uh, Olivia V series. Um, Adoro Especial, 660. Go big. Go Especially when you turn 32, you go big. <laughs> so that's what I'm choosing today to get my. Hey, I just want to say who looks better for 32? I'm trying not to. Not that many people watch this. <laughs> I can see all the hair coming off the back of my head. Somehow you guys This is an option. off the front. There's really bad wind last week. Uh, it just kind of moved everything right, forward. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. You know, it's, sometimes I wish I just had a body camera on all the fucking time. Like, <laughs> I know this sounds so stupid. I'm going to say it anyway. Get dressed. Throw my suit jacket on. Take the girls outside. Walk right past that breezeway on my porch. Beard's dope. Dialed in, right? <laughs> <laughs> then the wind stops and you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Go inside, it's all split in three places. I'm over here like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just annoying. Don't they normally have a little music in here for us? Yeah, I thought. Brian's not here today. Who's running the show? Uh, Dave's in there. Yeah, I just got back from New Orleans and um, found a couple little 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 gyms down there. Um, it's at a place called Mayan Imports. Went back down. Mayan Imports. Mayan Imports. And drop a little plug for them because they had some pretty unique stuff in there. That uh, they uh, trying to get that other box of the LE, mm -hmm. which they're going to call me once they get the other box in on that. Um, Is it a little shop or a pretty good size humidor? Uh, it's a really good size humidor. Um, really good size. Because you know they have some little ones that I've been to, but yeah. it, uh, it's been a while since it's I've been down there. It's a great humidor. I will tell them that. It's the best humidor that I, I have seen in New Orleans. And I haven't frequented everyone, but a lot of them. And this is not uh, any of that uh, BS that you find down in the quarter. I love the quarter, but that's BS, right? This one's actually up on the magazine. Really well curated, curated humidor. Um, I would probably say... Uh, Probably rival Stanley's, about wow. that size, maybe a little bit larger. That's a, little that's bit a larger. pretty much. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's probably damn. a little larger. Right. I mean, he's got he's got ceilings. shit hiding behind him. <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah. shit he's even forgot about. Cruising, cruising through there, I looked down. I'm like, oh, it looks like a like a butt. You got boxes of Green Hornet down there. He's like, oh yeah, and if you pull that box off and go on the other one, there's Killer B too. It's like, Ooh, right. How long has this shit been sitting back here, bro? So I got the. Uh, I haven't smoked it yet. Picked up a couple what? of the uh, Wanderlust. The uh, Wanderlust? Yeah, it's the American release, though. There's no, this is the German release. There's How many is a couple? Is that what they told you to get you to buy it, or is it? No, you can tell no. on the label. No, in fact, there was yeah. somebody else who was, it was an 18 year patron there. Was like, dope. You're not gonna be able to find those. Dope. Yeah, I mean, you can tell me looking at the label. There's one little adjustment they make, whether it's the American release or the German one. But I'll bring a key to you. But no, not either way. Either way. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal cigar. Right. Like they, this isn't one of those moments where it's like, ah, you didn't get the better one. They're just a little different. Yeah. But if you got a place where you can buy those, yeah, we need to give you money so you can buy those. Then I'll get them. Yeah. So yeah. So pick those up. I haven't smoked them. Bring them back and say, mellow, awesome back cigar. Screw and say, hey, what do I have? It's uh, it's crazy too because I feel like Wonderlust is the lightest Roma Craft cigar. So that, that has uh, on 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 band 
there's there's geographic coordinates. What was the what's the place that it? That it uh, I don't know. I didn't see it. Which I brought it. Where they had the uh, weasel fest is the coordinates of the weasel fest. No, no it's a light blue band. On the Wonderland band. Yeah, under under the blue band there's there's, there's a white band, and printed in in the white band um, is, is is geographic coordinates. I will find out. I'll be excited for it. Or what is geographic? I know, I was hoping you could tell me. Oh, hell, I don't know. <laughs> is it a pot of gold? Should we go searching, fellas? <laughs> if so. I was thinking it might have like on the box of Lucky Charms or something. Ooh. Anyway, okay. it's funny you bring up New Orleans because there, there's always been, I looked up uh, a long time ago when we were thinking about getting out, and this is pre-COVID, and I was looking up uh, the Bourbon Cowboy. Like, is that name out there? Who's using it? And there's a bar down there in New Orleans called the Bourbon Cowboy. I think it's down there kind of by um, by the flea market mm. where they sell the bananas yeah. down on that uh, eastern end yeah. down there. Uh, maybe Margaritaville is down in that area. Yeah, right. But I think the Bourbon Cowboy is down on that end somewhere. But um, talking about humidors down there, I have stayed many times at... Um, Royal Arlene's. Oh yeah, yeah. Very and across nice. the street, they've got a little vignette. I've, I've got drinks, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh, those are damn cigars." It's a house in Germany, place right there. Yeah. And that's where I bought my there. first Mojave uh, uh -huh. um, shotguns. And that zombie box looks like a box of shotguns. The zombie killers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just a little, you know, small vignette, like maybe ten by. Small, just walk in off the street, you know, get your stuff, and they really, for back then, God, that probably was twenty years ago. Oh wow! Yeah. All right, so what is uh, what's everybody smoking? Let's start with me. Well, I'm already thrown by now. Let's see. Yeah, I am smoking. This is probably one of my favorite finds of this year when it just came out. This is that uh, Azuli Oro yeah. Crown Heads, which yeah. I actually enjoyed it so much. Um, I, I enjoyed that. I wasn't expecting so much. You bought a box. I bought a box. Yeah, bought a box. And I haven't smoked it. Well, yeah, I smoked it. Oh, well, I'm gonna give you one. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, yeah. I haven't tried that one either, but they, but uh, you know, the, he offered a they had the Crown Hanson man here. They they were offering the Azul Hans, but I thought like I don't want to, I want to wear the hat, but I haven't even tried the scar. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got the hat. Yeah. The thing, the thing, the thing I was talking <laughs> about with that cigar though is like I, um, talking to you or some of the guys, it's like. I love that box site, but they're doing so many damn cigars in that same box now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just, they're just changing the printing on the outside and some of them just the color a little bit, but it's all that 10 or 12 count boxes, you know, the long, long narrow box, the lid slides off, you know, Yeah. kind of all started with the, the Lake Rims. And then yeah. now you've got the Maranitos in it. Uh, some of the other Mel Diaz drops. Wabash was in it. Oh, uh, the, um, four kicks Kappa special yeah. is in it. Um, yeah, there's, yeah, there's quite a few, you know, it's just, which is cool. It's just, some of them are starting to, they look alike, you yeah. know, but this was, this was a box of 12. Yeah. I think they, I think that's what they are. Yeah, they're all yeah, 12. Box yeah. of 12. So row six, you know, six on each side. Yeah. Six on each side. Or actually um, six, six above, six below, whatever you want. You so since, since we're doing the end of the year, I just wanted to start with a cigar that I really enjoyed this year that I'm going to talk about a lot. This is the killer B Lancero that came out of the hive box that Black Label did. Um, 
talk about it later, but that's why I'm smoking that. I just it's one of the strongest Lanceros I've ever been able to smoke. Mm-hmm. So it's you know this new year I need to commit because I have quite a collection of Lanceros. Yeah, you do. Because you've given me I, when you I'm like cup. bro, gotta smoke it. He's like, you know I what I will. I have nine or ten excellent Lanceros. So this year. I need to get on those bad dogs and start smoking. Yeah, come back to them because you will not be displeased. Uh, Mad Russian, what you token on, homie? This is, well, Crownhead, but the uh, uh, Lancero. Yes, that was a good smoke. I like that. It's the first regular release Lancero they've done since the drumsticks, I think. What was it called? Oh. It's the Four Kicks Lancero. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four yeah they did the four kicks cap special and then released the lancero boxes on it yummy yummy very good very very good very good yes very good very good yes and cowboy you're smoking the oliva b right the oliva b maduro which wasn't readily available uh for a long time but just in the last year year and a half they've made it readily available it used to just come out around christmas yep because i used to get them out there at uh, oh uh, the little tobacco shop there on Derringers? Dillinger's? Oh, John Dillinger's? Dillinger's. Yeah, yeah uh, up down there. Main Street, St. Charles. I don't know if you yeah. come 10 to a box, you're, you're looking at dropping probably just under 100. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Depending on the size, like now. And you I mean, get the Toro or the Gordo, uh, yep. Gordo or the 660, whatever you want to say, but uh, I've had them both. I like them both. Do they have that in the, uh, uh, the Christmas box? Never seen it in any. In the advent calendar? Yeah. Yeah, there's one. Oh, there's one in the Avon counter. Oh. So the thing is now is like it's no longer uh, the the seasonal special. You can order it all year long. Yeah, yeah. And it's got the the six sixty, the Toro, del- or double Toro, Toro, and then Robusto. Yeah. So they expanded more sizes on it, and, and I think I think part of the reason on that, like when you talk about Oliva, is I think everybody here will remember before the Milano when Oliva V was the Oliva. Milano didn't come around until 12 or 13. And, uh, but once Milano came around, and now you've got Milano Natural, or, or yeah, Natural and Maduro, plus you have each of them in like six different sizes, everybody now has just clicked on to Milano. You know, you talk to a lot of, like a lot of Oliva smokers, like, oh, I smoke Milano. Like, yeah, Milano. I'm like, well, dude, what about just special, Liga, Liga Special Reserve Serie V? Nah, nah, I smoke Milano. <laughs> so I think the idea behind making those regular release is you put out the double Maduro, try and draw people back to the B side. Because I'll tell you right now, another Lancero that's amazing that you can smoke anytime you want, the Oliva V Lancero, it's like $7 a cigar. Yeah. Comes in a box of 36. Well, that whole Olivia, the, the whole V series is really good. It's I've really had, good. Had a lot of them. Maybe not all of them, but I've had a lot of them and they're all good. Yeah. You don't have to. What I'm going after now is they've got the. Um, I want to find some, but I don't. I don't. I do not believe they've even been put into regular production. Um, but they did the Serie B Milano Maduros in a Lancero, a box press Lancero, and they just yeah. look fantastic. They look fantastic. Your tattoos look cool, bro. So uh, <laughs> before I forget, I, I love just, you, buddy. I love you. I just noticed the other day I got hit on my phone that Cohiba through General Cigars is going to lose their Cohiba name. Mm. Is that not false? Yes, yes and no, but it's the same damn thing that's going on for 20 years it's going on for 20 more. So when Altidus and General Cigar, or Altidus and Scandinavian Tobacco Group came over, like, so you know Altidus has Monte Cristo, 
uh, H. Upman, things like that, right? They didn't necessarily pay anybody for the rights, but you were able to assume it under the sales that it was. You were just homaging the name. You weren't selling the same product. Well, the Cuban government was suing them for 20 years. Some judge came down and said, yes, you're going to have to cease production of the name, yada, yada, yada. Well, their lawyers immediately went and appealed it. Of course. So it's going to go again and again. Because the argument is that there is no, if you take any ever, like the argument you have is like when you look at a Monte Cristo, and when you look at a, a fucking Monte Cristo classic with that yellow band, and then you go to Monte Cristo, or you go to a Cuban shop and buy Monte Cristo, they're the same damn thing. Like the labels, it's the same label. With Cohiba, it doesn't matter what Cohiba, any Cuban Cohiba you buy, they've never used the same black and yellow color spread. They don't use the honeycomb girl on the top, right? Cohiba, and like most people, when you say Cohiba, you think of red dot. Right. Because the red dot inside the O, right? Everybody thinks that. You just Cohiba. It's like, oh, the, the red dot. You know what I mean? There's never been at any point in time where those two cigars look alike. It, it doesn't happen, you know? So. It's just namesake. But yeah, they did sue. They won this time, and now it's being appealed. So in 20 more years, you know, somebody's going to win, and we'll see what happens. But it would, you know, I don't know. Could you imagine, like, could you imagine, though, if, if they didn't appeal and they just lost, and suddenly Cohiba's gone? Like, General Scar Cohiba is gone? Probably not that we, well, but they would rename it, right? They just, they would maintain it. Oh, yeah. You, but, but you, you know what that would cost? Yeah, but I was just thinking that, that if they're going to go after old names that were that were classic Cuban names, and they're going to enforce the naming convention, then I mean you may as well go after Bacardi too, and and, and any sort of oh yeah, Cuban yeah. and I think that's uh, that's a slippery slope. Oh, it is, and especially in cigars, right? Like think of let's let's just go down the big ones, right? Partigas, uh, Monte Cristo, Cohiba. Hoy de, or Hoy de Monterey, Bolivar, uh, Bayartes, um, Aliados, right? All of these, they're refound names or whatever are being brought back and just being done in different ways. And in reality, you're homaging to what it was, right? Um, you know, and that's, that's the big thing with the Cohiba thing is like, look, Cohiba brand, S.A. Habano Cohiba, cannot retail in the United States, right? If we suddenly were like, okay, you know what? We're bringing in Cubans. There'd be a real cease and desist almost immediately, right? Because, you know, they, it's a family name that's coming over and selling the product. You'd have to stop right away. That's a different story. But you're not sharing a market. You're not in the same market. You know, there is no, you know, there's no good collusion or, or diluting there because of the family name. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you clucking. Huh? I hear you clucking there, big chicken. <laughs> he is a big chicken. What do you think of that Duke, Mark? I know we've had it. You've had it before, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I was gonna, I, I was gonna make a joke about, about the the, the lovely floral bouquet, especially the way you were drinking it. But yes, sir. I, there's a. Not, this is not a floral whiskey. There's a nose of swall. <laughs> Swamp of 370,000 year old pears and <laughs> pinkies up. Pinkies up. Pinkies up. I'm going to have to give a little bit of a, uh, an apology for to the mad Russian here because my hands have been blocking his wonderful tattoos in his face oh, most of the time. I looked up and I was like, oh, 
There he is. Put your damn hands down. Put my hands down. <laughs> um, no, I really like I really like this, and the thing that's unique about this is, obviously we didn't do it today, but I know I think you were with us too, Mark, when we did that. When you pulled the first time I had this Duke, you pulled it out because I got that um, the the silver, the new Duke. We got Dukes in the new bottles. There's like Founders Reserve. Well, we like to go back or something like that. But I could have swore right off the bat in my head. It seems like I brought this to uh, Sophia's um, place, maybe on a, on his porch one time. When we yeah, it. yeah, that may have been it was the first it. time I brought this, and um, I I can't for the life of me think of where I got that. But I may have got that. At, at wine and cheese um, at the old famous bar next oh, to Big yeah. Danny. Yeah, Big Danny. That's it. So, Which, you know, with that, you just get started with your gold. Not 32. Big Danny, I played a you lot of rabbit ball over there. You're 33. You didn't yeah. know you just aged yourself. And the <laughs> fact that I know exactly Damn. Big Danny. You know what the, the place that's uh, owned by Mark Gray, right? Who, uh, wine and cheese? No, no, no. Big Danny? Famous one. Oh. No, I'm talking about Famous Bar, the department store. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was thinking about that. That used to be Famous Bar, and then, of course, Famous Bar moved out, and then probably office buildings upstairs, but then Wine and Cheese got the basement. Right. And um, it's all Wash U now, I think. Upstairs. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Universities just gobbling up everything, uh, as well as high schools. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, yeah. You, you know the funny thing, though, and, and just saying that we're getting off track, but that's what we do is Clayton, I don't know what it is, but even as a young man, we, as far as going over and spending time in Clayton, they used to have like party in the parks for a oh, while yeah. there. And I was spending time doing that. That did not last long. I, I'd say maybe two, three years. Yeah. And then I think what happened, it was like, okay, Westport. Westport. Westport, Westport. Uh, parties at Westport. First Fridays. It's almost like the party code, you know how that changes every so often. Mm -hmm. They had it for a while there in Clayton, but um, I don't know, Clayton just hasn't, and I don't know if it's because of the politics or whatever, I haven't spent a lot of time in Clayton. Uh, now, restaurant-wise, there's a few that I enjoyed, have enjoyed going to, one which was Bar Lafier, but... You've been to the, what, what's in there now? I, I've tried a couple of times and have like never it. matched up. Have you been there? It's good? Yeah, I like it. It's, what the is core, it? Have they changed it's the decor a lot? Yeah, they, they kept some of it, they changed, like, you know what? Like, Barlow Flair had a lot of the, uh, it was like red and black color palette. They they brightened it a bit, but. Did they leave all the antlers? No. What's the new restaurant? That, that's um, it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a friendly place. Oh, the crossings. No. Uh, no? Oh, it's right there. Yeah, I, 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 I think about, uh, yeah. But anyway, while you're thinking mm -hmm. of that, I mean, like, uh, J.P. Fields, uh -huh. uh, right up there where J.R. Cigars is, there was a line of places we all really enjoyed, right. whatever. Um, but I did spend some time there, as well as, as uh, Central West Dead. You had Balabans, yes. um, Zero, um, Zero, all of that's gone. Yep. So There's no, none of the old school shit's down there anymore. It's all... It, it's Mr. LaFlorison. Mr. LaFlorison? Mr. LaFlorison. Are you kidding me? That was not almost spot on. It was. It was. It was perfect. <laughs> it's like we said something Russian. Like, oh yeah, I got a P too. Like, it's cool. Don't worry. About it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all. It's all new restaurants right in that area, and one of them, um, I can't 
can't think of the name of it. I'm not gonna, not gonna look it up, but they had um, uh, a, a Christmas special. Uh, you could buy, I forgot what the price was, like, like $2,500, and, and, and for you and another person, you can eat there unlimited times in 2023. So if you want to eat there all the time, it's not just eating in, it's also takeout. You, you don't pay again, unless you, want, unless you want a tip, but it's like, but, but it covers however many times you eat there, and they're only open for dinners, so you could, you know, whatever, get 365 days of dinner for your $2,500. Well, I'd like to go there because I did enjoy Bar Lafayette. The girl, the woman, I can't think of her name, who owned, she had like three restaurants. Zoe Saldana. Yes. She was fantastic. I, um, no, sorry, it's only Robinson. I'm sorry. Okay, I enjoyed her. Her restaurants were good. The company and fellowship that I had with the people there was always good. And I always tell Janine, uh, ride it, ride that wave as long as you can, because you never know when the tide changes. And, and then you have to go searching for another wave, because, and I haven't hopped on this new one yet. But that street really had some good, good restaurant tiering for a while. <clears throat> if that sounds correctly. Cor does it sound correctly? I'm hoping it, it does. Correctly. It was correctly correct. Correctly done. Yes. Correctly done. That's right there done right. I'm right. <laughs> not right. <laughs> well, I can tell you what I like. What I, what I see coming in, if we're going to stay on that random notion, um, but I'm with you with the Clayton. But um, these new, uh, the new areas that are popping up, you know, the boundaries. The, and the armory. Yeah. I, I understand that's supposed to be a fun place to be. Yeah. Right now. We got and, the Alamo. Yeah. Got the Alamo draft houses coming in. The and foundry. They opened a place called Puttluck or something. Yeah. yeah. Putt. Putt. Puttluck. Putt they also have putt, a, a, putt, putt. a VR place that opened. Butt Putt. Oh, yeah. Putt Putter. I'm rhyming words together. They ain't coming out right. This morning show, we're like, hey, have you checked out that new putt luck putt butt? Hello, everyone. Welcome to 107.3.59, the butt puck. Hey, have you had the new butt puck shot? That's fantastic. You had your butt puck. By the way, the armory sounds like it's got some crazy ass games that are just would be fun to get out here. Get a little drink on, maybe do a podcast. That would be freaking yeah. And the Alamo, I've experienced that in Kansas City a couple of times. Uh, I was up there. Service was always great. What is what is the what is the Alamo? I was at the original. Oh, no. I was at the original one before it became a, a, a big corporate chain. Um, it just it was. I, I was living in San Antonio, and they it just I just happened to have an apartment walking distance from that place, and and it was great because you you go in and you could order. Not just buckets of beer, but but cocktails—not the kind that I appreciate now, but but you know, decent drinks and decent food that they bring to you during the movie. But they would also do things because it was a, a small place at the time. Uh, you know, how you, you do like um, uh, you can you know you can line up uh, Wizard of Oz with, with Dark Side of the Moon. Right. They would they would they would have nights for, for that, and they would do special nights for uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, and and it, it, it was super fun. And it was the only place in town that would do that stuff. I, I have no idea what, 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 whether the, the chain kept those traditions, but it was really nice. At Monday Night Football, they would, they would do in there. What? It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was well, awesome. Shit, that's awesome. Uh, well, Weirenberg, I'm in the pair, and their lounge there, huge sports screens in there. You can go in there and drink. Yeah. Even if you don't even go to the dang. Uh, that, uh, 
that spot in um, the Little Movie Theater in Wildwood's got a. I mean, you don't have to go see a movie. You can go in there and watch all yeah. the games in their bar. It's insane. But the Alamo, one of the things that I really liked about that was they served you your popcorn in a big stainless steel bucket. Yeah. Which, oh, awesome. if anybody likes butter, and I feel like there's an art to preparing your popcorn. Yes. Just give me the popcorn. Let me work my own butter and salt uh, into my stuff. Nah. Layer it. I'm like, girl, push that button. Three rotations, honey. Yeah. Three rotations. Oh. Yeah. So and when I go like this and I go like this, I'm like, <laughs> butter on your face. But you're not <laughs> sitting there and your hands got butter all over it and you're worried it's going to rip all No, that's the experience. you got the butter on your hands and then you go to open the twizzers and you can't because your fucking fingers are slipping. Like, yeah. It's a process. And then you get your butter on your face. Just everyone shut up. Butter all over the place. <laughs> you can't get your butt and you're slipping off your control button. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I'm looking forward to doing that. But I, I've said that before. I see a lot of cranes around town, a lot of districts being developed. You know, obviously the Grove, there's been shit going down there. I can't even keep track of the Grove because they're in, they're out, they're in, they're out. And there's a little place south of there, right, uh, just, just north of Botanical Garden, which there's like southernmost, and there's uh, some nice little places there. And then, of course, down south of Tower Grove, Three Monkeys is out, but there's like, what was that called? Something at the park or City Park. Uh, oh, City Park Cafe. Grill or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we went down there in the, in the summer. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. 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 yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was 100 degrees outside. We were like, hey, dude, look at that 1792 foolproof. And then course, or 12 year. We should drink it. The hill. The hill. The hill. Uh, well, I like that part of Fair City, right? That's part of Fair City. You know, we need that. Here. We need that entertainment. We need that dining area. Mm -hmm. You know, because all of us travel, we go to all these different places, and we see these other cities. And look, I'm a native of this place, even though I moved away and moved back. I, I still love this place, and I, I want to see it grow. So when we see that, that means people. That means young people, which means you know, more fun. You know, we need more, more in West County. Actually, we need more. You know, Chesterfield is is booming. I love it. That's great. But where? Where let's go. Where let's go. Right. You know, uh, Rock Hill had a little bump there for a while. I think things are going down there. Um, Brentwood. I just was in Brentwood this morning, and they're redeveloping that whole lower section. Of course, it flooded out. It's been flooding out forever. But now they've got a new park and new things coming down there. But I, we're starving for stuff out in Manchester, even to pair. I mean, you can't build enough restaurants right now. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, well, then you got to get someone to work on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so, that's the issue. No yeah. doubt about that. But we're moving to a kiosk situation, which I absolutely hate. Well, that's the thing with with restaurants, though. I feel like, yo, when you've got a, like a sports bar or a nice restaurant, you, you get away from the kiosk. It won't take over. But like like you were talking about, if you're going to a steak and shake or something. Right. You, know, you, you walk up to a, a machine. Da -da 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 and then well, your shit's in a bag gone. and you get it, you know. Like. Um, Jack in the Box, for the most part, is gone. We've had 70 locations but, gone. But, you know, that's one of the things that, that I liked from the very beginning when I first came to, to, to St. Louis. Um, this is a metro area that really embraces the one-of-a-kind restaurants. The, the chains don't tend to not survive here. Um, my former mother-in-law, the first time she came to visit, she asked about where, where the nearest Olive Garden was and where, where, where 
Applebee's over there. I have I, 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 I fucking no idea because we don't go to those places. That's not a St. Louis thing. Dude, when's the last time you did an Olive Garden? We did Olive Garden all the time. Yeah. Oh, man. Delicious. <laughs> well, if you just want a good bowl of soup and a good salad, great. Yeah, I never eat anything else there yeah. than that. Right. So that's sure. why we go there for yeah. the good soup and a good salad. Um, Quick lunch. Um, but Applebee's, it's a chain, but I got to tell you, I go there from time to time because I work up north and there's a couple a couple venues up there and, and I never have had anything bad there. I, I gotta say that. Oh, I don't. I don't mind me an Applebee's. The food is damn good. Yeah, I don't mind me an Applebee's at all. Kind of Applebee's, yeah, all the same kind of thing. Chili's, Chili's is dope. But, but there are a lot of parts of. I like the chicken the, waffles. There's a lot of places ideas. in America where those are the, the places that, that, that thrive, and 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 a mom and pop place struggles and, and and they don't survive. But here they do, and they do very well here. And I I, I like that. And one of the reasons that, that I, I think that is that cracking. Here, people people are used to that. They expect that. Uh, and you have shit. less of a crowd that, that, that wants the same thing all the time. Right. No, I mean, I think St. Louis, as far as their dining experience and chefs moving to the city and developing new eating places and the diversity mm-hmm. uh, around our city is amazing. I, I'm quite confident that they said we're one of the best in the nation right now as far as overall diversity. And you probably out of all of us are more diverse because you have tried different things traveling all over the world. And and DJ, you may be too, because I'm just, I'd have to go with one of you if I'm gonna go to a Thai restaurant mm. or something yeah. that I'm unfamiliar with and you would have to say, ah, just, you know, give this a try. Because I don't know, I went to a vegan taco place on Gravelis called Monster, or something, Taco Down on Gravelis. By CBGB's. Did you say vegan tacos? That's not. Yeah, I didn't see, know until I was there. Well, I got a good cocktail. As far as you know, taco places, I was I, I was hoping you were not a vegan place, but um, Rockstar Tacos, they they've done very well. That's uh, it's owned by, by Will Pelley, who used to be the the head chef at, at Sanctuary. And, oh yeah, I remember Sanctuary. Uh, yeah, so they're in uh, uh, they're 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 in Gaslight. Sanctuary. You know. <laughs> you know that the, in, you ever been to, to Gaslight? Um, it's, it's, On the hill? No, it's near. Uh, it's it's near Arch Nemesis tattoo. It's just up the street from there. Arch Nemesis. He wouldn't know that. That's on King's Highway. Oh. <clears throat> the Gaslight Bistro. Uh, I get, I don't remember what, gas, what Gaslight's supposed to be, but inside Gaslight is Rockstar Tacos. Oh, cool. All right. I haven't been there. No. No, that is that is cool about the area. There's a lot of um, if you, there's n- it's very hard to not find somewhere new to eat between yes. the between the, the, the four counties. Yeah. yeah. Or three counties, right? In the city, West County, yeah. North County, right? But, yeah. Three counties in the city. Yeah. Right? But that's good, like you said. You know, we got more people moving in, and there's a lot of stuff coming in in the arts, and I think that's bringing in a lot of these other chefs that are moving in. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and that's good. I know you know a lot of us appreciate theater, or, you know the arts, and one of the things I was hearing is you know a lot of the um, New York directors and theatric the oh, yeah. directors are actually moving to St. Louis because yeah. of the art scene here. Yeah. But that's going to bring in more restaurants and it's going to bring in more diversity. Actually, for sure. something we've needed for, sure. for years. Yeah. So, it, you know, even as a as a regional thing, the uh, Detroit 
got hired hired uh, an, an amazing director for for their opera house. So they're they're bringing a, a lot of a lot of the, the shows that normally would not come to the Midwest or or, or even a city like Detroit. They skip over it, you know. But now now we're becoming a destination for that. Well, that's one of the largest things that benefited in St. Louis is the past four years. The Broadway tour has been coming through the Fox. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you guys know I'm a, I'm a show guy. Yeah. Uh, when we went to Lion King, remember that? Okay. Okay. Lion King's been on stage for 25 some years. Yeah. It comes to St. Louis every year. Every single showing of that play was sold out. Like I have not been to a show there that is not sold out. You know, I mean, it's, it's yeah. insane. And I'm talking the whole thing. Like people that have Fox club seats, Packed in, eating dinner, hanging out. And on top of that, to bring it all back to topic, I still think it's a pretty good cigar smoking city too. It's a, oh, yeah. you're very, very blessed as far as cigars go in this city. In this city, you've traveled around the country. You've traveled around the country. You've played around the country. I do not think, with the exception of maybe Scottsdale, Arizona, between Gilbert and Scottsdale. Yes. I do not think there's a more dense cigar smoking area in the country. They don't. Yeah, you know, from where we are right now, you go 20 miles in any direction, yeah. you'll hit five or six houses. But yeah. actually, look, another, another example of, of the, 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 that diversity here, you know, you're, you're, you're putting out a local brand for, for, for cigars and people embraced it. Just, I mean, I, I, there are people who, who I, I, I didn't say that I had any connection to whatsoever, just walking around the human or somewhere when you guys aren't around and somebody says oh look a made in st louis thing so they want to try it yeah oh yeah that's yeah. that reception was unparalleled unparalleled like you can't i mean that was that was dope and I, I think that really opened up the view as well man i mean and the cool thing that you see is <clears throat> in a lot of places you've got that like it's we call it lounge commitment right it's my fucking lounge I'm not going anywhere else this is where i am here's where i'm gonna stay <laughs> I walked in here today shook hands with three people i've seen in four different lounges Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, is it more constant here? Sure. But see them out west, see them up north when you're walking in these lounges. I mean, see them in Pacific. You see these, these people run into them. You know, they, they bounce around. It's a very, it's a very involved uh, tobacco market, which I, which I think is, is fascinating. Um, I and I just, I really, really think, you know, you got, you got to take Ybor City and Tampa out of it because, you know, it's, you're talking factories, you know, Titan of Bronze and, and Jason Newman. Right. Like, factory work down there but um when you look at uh um like scottsdale uh you know from old town scottsdale to new town scottsdale down into gilbert uh but i know i was in five lounges and you're talking was that 15 miles yeah right absolutely you know and the and then the thing too about lounges is they're all unique not a damn one has the same vibe they're no all different like I, I firmly believe that you could, if you came in somewhere and bought six locations in six different spots, built the same building, same size humidor, same seating layout, same bar, but you put six different people to run it, every single one would be different within a year. Yes. Every single one. Yeah. There's the from, from, from your decor to what you're filling your humidor with, you know, what are you doing with the bar? You know, are you leaning more towards the draft system? Are you leaning more towards the exclusivity of picks and, and, and hard to finds and, 
or are you more cocktail oriented, right? Like are you, instead of bartenders, do you have like three mixologists on staff to take 15 minutes to make you a drink, right? That's not, that's not an insult. It's like you're yeah. sitting there and you're like, you get done and like you just drink it so fast you want to watch him do it again. <laughs> you're right. You know what I mean? I think I talked to this guy and he pulls his Frankenstein kid out. You know, like has to electrocute a small squirrel to, to get this liquid to come out into a glass. He's like, try it. You drink it and you're like, holy shit. You know, and he goes, he goes, when I do the next one, there's going to be smoke coming out of your ears. It's like, oh, great. They can't wait. You know, um, you have that. That's something to talk about in St. Louis too. Like I don't, I was fortunate enough to do a lot of bartender skill stuff with Mark in, in the previous years. Dude, the skill set of bartenders in, in the city. I'm just going to say the city. It's insane. Insane. It's insane. Insane what people do on a whim. Right? Like cocktail competitions. Yeah. Oh, it's almost like Top Chef. Like they just open a basket. It's like, bam, cocktail. And they're like, there'll be a hundred different ones. Yeah. That Netflix show. The Netflix show. That's with Meredith Berry, who owns Platypus. Yeah. She competed on a national level for that. Yeah, that's all out of St. Louis. What was the name of that show? Oh, so it's... Craft me, what is it? It's on Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Platypus, have you been a Platypus? Yeah, yeah, many times. Well, so I know, I know Mer- Meredith and, and Tony Saputo. Uh, the one place there. Yeah, I'm doing a house watch. Drink Masters. Drink Masters. Drink Masters. She's only yeah, the first I, season of that. Yeah. yeah um, in, in, in Mark's old job, I, I, I introduced him to, to, to Meredith, and at the time she was running the, the bar at uh, the top floor at Angan Arts Hotel. She, she did awesome stuff over there, and then when, when she left there, I was afraid that she was going to go back to Chicago, but she stayed here. That's, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's, it's just, I, I think it's, it's comfortable to say what well, we get through that whole thing is if you want to smoke, eat, and drink. Yeah, St. Louis is your city. Absolutely is <laughs> it. Yeah. You can do it everywhere. And that's the unique thing, too. Think about where all the lounges are. They're pretty, not, I don't think they were purposely placed that way, but you can go to a lounge, and then pretty much in maybe 10 minutes, depending on what your plan is, you could be at a five-star restaurant or a craft cocktail place or, a, like you said, a small family-owned thing um, or something that's just trending at the moment. Right. Bam, you're there, you know? If you're down in the city, you could spend thirty dollars on Uber all day and hit twelve spots. You know, like I mean, it's it's insane. All right. Well, we moved on to another bourbon, and damn it, that's good. Just so I'm saying, that's good. This is the reason I picked these is because these were new this year, and one of the the bourbons that I think that stood out and we've been to this town West End has been Holiday. Yep. And McCormick's been around there for a long time and has a long, rich uh, history of that town. Uh, which, if you guys want to look it up, it's got an amazing history. But this is the first time in their bottle of bond um, that they've done one. And I thought it came out really well. And we even had, uh, when we did our block party out at Lit, we yep. had a chance to meet one of their reps. And I was unaware there's two different um, profiles. Well, that was really funny, too, because when we were doing the block party, I lit, we're sitting there, and like we're getting poured Ben Holiday. And then like towards the end of it, she's like, well, which one did you like? They're like, what do you mean, which one? I didn't know either. He's like, there's two. I'm like, uh, nobody told us that. <laughs> yeah. No one said that. And then yeah. there's a new one coming out in 23, right? It's an older, older bid? Yeah, wait. Yeah. I think? Something like that? I don't 
Yeah, these, this is um, definitely one. Um, so I want to, let's start with uh, better looking MJ over here. Um, I'm going to run through this real quick, but I want you to start with what your top two cigars were this year. Top two. And top two bourbons. All right. Hey guys, FFK here. Make sure to tune into every episode of Craft and Boodle. And don't forget that as listeners, you guys receive a 15% discount on the entire order when you shop at my store. Promo code CRAFTBOODLE15. Once again, CRAFTBOODLE15. Make sure you follow me at Instagram at FFK underscore stands. So you can receive that discount. And once again... Thanks for listening and thanks for enjoying the podcast. Right. So I want I want to change that. Sorry, I said bourbon. Yeah. Spirit though. So Spirit. if it's scotch, a whiskey, you know, whichever, just you know. Yeah. And go go top two off the top of your head, and then we'll get into bashing some things. Well, mine will probably be. Well, I found one the other day, which I was just uh, looking up, um, called the uh, Wilderness Trail. I don't know if you had Wilderness Trail out of uh, Kentucky. We've had uh, thanks to Matt Roshan there. Yeah. Yeah, they became, they really quickly became my favorite bourbon distillery, and uh, I'm actually kind of sad that, that, that they uh, were now acquired by Campari. Campari, right. Um, Not completely. Yeah, in, in, in 10 years they'll get the rest of it, but... How does that make you feel, though? You're a company and you sell 75% of your company for billions of dollars, and you're like, hey, you didn't get it all, bitch. Now, is that because <laughs> of just... The spirits that they're making, because I know they're very high tech in uh, fermentation. So leaves and bounds. Actually, Dr. Pat Hudson, uh, one of the, the two owners, founders, uh, really impressive guy. I mean, uh, he he started the business by being so he's a he, he's he's a PhD chemist who specializes in in yeast strains. And so he analyzes yeast and, and, and bacteria for a lot of uh, distilleries. And so he, he has a lab on the distillery grounds. So when I went back the second time, it was specifically to, to sit with him in, in, in that lab because he takes like six people at a time and, and, and goes through through this like a university course. Science project. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, and, and, and actually he, he said that he'd, he'd, uh, he'd, he'd do the podcast. He really, really nice guy. Look how he just. Oh yeah. By the way, he's like talking to you. But, you know, <laughs> you know, pretty yeah. damn cool. Yeah, put the chemistry um, set out and kick it old school. You know. But they, but 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 also, I, one of the things that I thought was really impressive about that that too is is on the wilderness trail side, he's he's a direct competitor to the degree that that one distillery competes for market share with another one. But they clearly trust him because he analyze, he still through this other business analyzes the the, the, the yeast and, and helps their business the business of his competitors. And yeah, he, I thought that he was out there um, and they were looking to him as far as consultation yes. on some new yep. um, ways to go about fermentation within some of the other big boys that are down yes. in the Bardstown area. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't fault them really for, cool. for, yeah. for selling the, the, the company to, to Campari. Campari is a great company. They do, they, they, they already have a great portfolio. They're, 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 they're not going to change the, the, the core products. They're just going to 
invest heavily into it, so it'll it'll be available in more places. That they'll, they'll probably increase production. My my the part that's kind of sad to me is I I I, I like the independent. Right. No, I get it. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, go go ahead. Continue. So so then the second one then would be kind of all that independent. No, I appreciate that. Um, the the independent thanks to you was the peerless. Uh, oh yeah. Had, so. Got a chance to uh, the, the Peerless um, Single Barrel Harvest Moon is what it was called. Yep. I really enjoyed and then you got, that. You got Double O too. Yeah. And then I got the Double O. Yeah. And those, if that's the top of, of the oh, year I for me. That, that, yeah. 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 Yes. I'm Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now you should come up butt fuckering again. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Stop that. Just. This guy's out here trying to hand out BMJs. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, you were talking about butter earlier, and I was thinking of them. Um, all right, now on the cigar side, just two that bang off the top of your head. Don't think about it too hard. Just there are two cigars you smoke right now. Go. This Which year. is one right here. This is the black. Yeah, tell you. Yeah. yeah, that was absolutely great. You know, from Tatawahe, I like that. And then uh, my second favorite, again, I could see was the uh, the Drac, mm. the Drac Redux, right? This year, that was actually fantastic. It almost uh, the Frank last year was was. Fucking awesome, but yeah, yeah. So those would be my those would be my two. And if, unfortunately, they're both Tatuaje. You know, nothing I'm about that. But that is those would be my top two. Yeah. Well, I jump on board on that Atelier because I fell in love with that this year. Yeah, I love it. It's on my list. Yep. Uh, that one's that one's all mine too. I mean, and I like that one because I love the Lat Fifty Fours, the black bands. Uh -huh. um, I never had that size on that until that event. But I love that one too. Is it a Bellicosa or what? No, what do they call it? Close to it. Yes. You know, yeah. We'll just go with yes. They call I mean, it. because, yeah. You know, they, they, they got a name, but that's what it is. Uh, well, all right. Did you fall in love with that? When I fell in love with that. Dinner? Yeah. And then I then. did too. And I know I've had it before, but that one just grabbed me like. Yeah. Grabbed me by the neck and said, yeah. holy shit, spend some money on that. Yes. That is good. So, Absolutely. Mad Russian, how about you? Um. <clears throat> For cigars, I, mean, I would have said that the, the Drac, I, I, I bought two boxes of that, not disappointed at all. I, I, I love that one. <clears throat> but also, for the second one, and I kind of hate throwing in this one because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence on this. I mean, I really liked the cigar. It was the, the, uh, uh, the, the new foundation release. I, 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 I hate to admit it, I mean, I love that cigar. Uh, it's I, I, I'm still I still can't tell you that it's worth the $38 per cigar price tag. Oh, wow. But it's it is an awesome cigar. And that's all home, right? It's called Foundation. It, it's the it's, it's the King to King Tut. Yes. Thing. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. Jimmy's got another here with orange. Just I'm I'm gonna try one. I just uh, yeah, uh, a lot of money for that. Yeah, it it really was an awesome cigar. Um, you know. Uh, Couple of years ago, when when we had when we all had the, the foundation five year, I, I that, that was my favorite of, of, of the year. Um, unfortunately, I, I have to admit though that I, it didn't age as well as I, I hoped it would. No. I still have some. I, I don't I don't like it as much as I as I did. Well, that, that points to what I've talked about a lot, and almost to a point of redundancy when it comes to aging things, right? It's a, the tobacco is five years old already, you know, mm -hmm. so. Maybe its pinnacle was five, six years. You know, you're talking seven, eight years, and you know, tobacco kind of 
And it's not yeah. like I didn't store it properly. I mean, it's, I've, I've really, I've, I've maintained them, not, 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 to, not to collect it or, or to try to make it better by aging it. I just like it so much that, that, that I, I saved some aside so that I could keep smoking it. I and still have probably about three. Yeah, I think I have two of them, yeah. And you bought the shit out of those. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that one. Um, okay, what are some, uh, did you do two? Yes. Okay, what about uh, the spirit side? Um, so we tried the, that, that McAllen Harmony collection with the, 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 the cacao, which is the, it was the first release in that series. I really like You that. got the chef one, right? Yes. Yeah, because I got the fire and earth or, or whatever. That, yeah. That was good too. But um, that, that cacao one, that was... So and now they they released the second in that series. I, I I haven't seen it for sale yet, but I I'll, I'll buy it. Whenever. Is it is that still in the in the is it still the chef's collection kind of thing? Yes. Like it's different different but pastry chefs and yeah, sous chefs and things like that. New yeah. Person, okay. New collaborator. Cool. Yeah. All right, uh, Kelly, how about you? Well, uh, I like that shirt. Yeah. Uh, oh, thanks. Uh, birthday shirt. Right, obviously, we just poured the bed holiday, which I thought was, especially with us doing the Weston uh, Bourbon Festival last year, and then them coming out with this bed holiday, I, I thought that was uh, a big eye-opener, and, and happy it's a Missouri product or whatever. But anyway, the other one that I thought stood out all year, and I know we got on this Penelope, Penelope um, yeah. and we liked the juice all year long, and then I believe I picked up this bottle of Architect at Rala at um, a, a little honey hole there. And I, I just think out of all the ones I've tried, this one stands out to me more than any of them. But I thought that Architects, every time I've had it, is fantastic. This is the last of the first bottle I had. We may have even had another one. We've had, a, we've had a bottle of that. Yeah. But uh, you brought I've it, got yeah. another backup bottle for that because it's fantastic. But, the Ben Holiday and, and um, the Architect, I thought this year were fantastic. Um, and getting off the bourbon thing, I'll add another one. Me and Mark had a chance to do a podcast out of Sugar Creek. And, you know, everybody kind of knows, kids me, that I'm a vodka guy, kind of my water. And I've done Tito's for a long time. But this vodka he has is Judgment Tree. And for anybody here in Missouri who has an opportunity to go to the winery and likes vodka, give Judgment Tree a shot because I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to second on that uh, real quick. Yes, you did. At the AP event. Um, it's about the same price point. That, that's a vodka, and I'm not really a vodka. I mean, I guess the extent of vodka is I do like that Deep Eddy stuff. That's, I do like that with some close up. It's very good. Um, you know, when it's hot as shit outside. Yeah. Um, but that vodka, I'm not kidding. You could put that over ice with like a little lime or an orange or some kind of citrus to it, and you could just yes, sip boy. that vodka. Love it. It is, it is sweet, but it's not like, um, like granularly or sugar sweet. You know what I mean? It's, it's just got an essence it's a natural, to it. Yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. good. There's a, another one I forgot. I, I not only forgot to mention it, but I forgot to bring it. I wanted to bring it. I meant to bring it today. Um, <clears throat> Planter's House does, uh, so Ted Kilbert does, does a, a fair number of, of barrel picks, usually bourbon, but this year he also did a, a, a rum, and uh, he, he, he poured me the, this giant glass of it because he was so proud of this, of this, uh, of this rum pick, the single barrel rum, and I, I, I loved it. I, uh, 
I had to buy a bottle. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's 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 not just an uh, ordinary rum. It's it's it's, it's aged. I think it's been seven years in, in ex bourbon barrels, so it really kind of tastes more like a whiskey than than, than a traditional rum. Yeah. Um, yeah, we gotta try that. But what about some? What about a couple cigars? Okay, so there's probably three or four or five that I have, but um, uh, one that stood out for me. Uh, uh, listen, we do a lot of crown heads. We do a lot of tatuaje, but I this year um, finding down here a crew uh, the stolen uh, uh, stolen thrones, stolen throne, the stolen thrones Maduro. I don't know it's a red label. Maybe I've called it the wrong thing, but that's a crook of the crown. Yeah, crook of the crown. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I I should buy a box of those or however they package it because they're, they're absolutely yeah. fantastic. And I cannot <clears throat> say anything bad about that cigar. That is fantastic. I, yeah. I, I, I would also, I just reminded of another one that we tried. <laughs> on, uh, this on, is what happens, dude. If we do this uh, and... On, on Halloween, we, I, I, I opened that box of, of principally 1842. Wait, I haven't got there yet. Oh. It's right it's here. Oh. It's right here. <laughs> it's in my hand. Okay. <laughs> You wait your damn so turn. Knives out. They, 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 uh, the, the, the inspector played by Daniel Craig. Yeah, that's in the new Onion one, right? Yeah, yes. the glass onion. So yeah, yeah. He has that. He has that box sitting in front of him, and that scene where where, where he's back at his apartment toward, towards the end of the movie. He he has. I, I like watching movies and trying to figure out what cigars they're smoking. That I recognize that box because it's such a distinct looking box. He has that sitting in front of him. Yeah. So on on mine, I just gonna go ahead and jump this because no, no, he, said, he said the the principle. Um, I know this wasn't released this year. I know it is older, but this principle and Cero that we smoked on Halloween. Um, I know that cigars we've talked about before, so like moments and time and just doing it there. We lit these up during it was either the first half of it or we were watching Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah, um, the OG Doctor Frankenstein, and uh, we smoked this Lancero. Dude, that I don't think I've smoked a cigar that slow. You know, it was. I mean, it's. I can't say I still taste it, but I don't forget that cigar. Like that cigar is dialed in. And I'm right I man, I'm right that there. that <laughs> chalk. I'm gonna. That's gonna chalk up to one of my favorite Lanceros I've ever smoked. Um, just in, in, very difficult to find. Very difficult to find. Um, but. Uh, Obviously, like we get in the top five, I was very, very happy with the Calaveras this year. 22 was fantastic. I love that cigar. Um, there was a lot of tat stuff that did play in, um, but one cigar that I don't think anybody really expected me to talk about was the Trinidad Esprit number two. Oh, really? That Lancero. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that cigar was in that size. Like we had had it, I want to say it was maybe the Toro, uh, perhaps it was a Torpedo Bellicoso maybe was, you know, it was good, good, good cigar, right? Even keel price point, good cigar. You're not gonna be upset if you're smoking it. But that Lancero was just clutch through and through. And then everybody knows I'm not the biggest uh, Arturo Fuente fan at all, but I did smoke the Don Carlos edition Anniversario uh, through the Prometheus account. Ooh, that's a smoke, man. Really? That is worth every ounce of thirty-eight dollars. I didn't every try. Ounce. Would uh, the uh, the black label Hawaii one make make it list too? Oh, it's on there. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. on there. That one, that one, like I, I literally love, love that cigar. Um, 
it tastes a lot like a green hornet to me, or even a a, 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 a bishop's or bishop one. Is that right, bishop one, bishop, uh, whatever it was from Blackworks. Love that cigar. It's yeah. definitely a top five. But like, if there's two that just pop out instantly that I cannot like differ from, it, it's that principle. Like that that cigar is. Like I still I don't keep bands, you know. Like I, I have the the bands are right here, like they're in my humidor. Um, I loved loved that cigar. Uh, and then as far as spirits go, um, Ben Holiday is definitely on there. I think that was probably one of the steals of the year. Um, was utterly fantastic. Um, Litz Old Elk Rum Cash Finish, pretty pretty damn good. Um, I think this year's Midwinters is probably one of the one of the better Midwinters that I've been able to have. Um, and then for me, like just straight on that sticks out that I could pour it every ounce of the day would be, um, Larceny Barrel Proof. Larceny Barrel Proof. Yeah. Like actually getting, I had a bunch with you and then I got a bottle and I poured on it and I very quickly understood I needed to put it away. It, like it just, it's, it for as high as the proof is, as dense as the lick, it's, dude, it's, it's mm, phenomenal. Um, they just, just stick out. In the top five, I really, really, really like that winter Glen Morangi that we drank, that scotch. Mm. Was insane. Um, I did open that 21 rare cask. That was, that's fantastic. Um, and uh, Little Book Chapter Six is, that's a little book that you would sit on and enjoy. It's the lightest proof little book that's been done yet. Um, and it's a blend of five different four and a half year barrel finishes. Well, I will say, to jump on the larceny thing, I, Monday night I was at a, a, one of Paul Cass's bourbon things, and geez, they probably had 50 bottles of bourbon out there, but there was a consensus that that larceny barrel proof throughout all the guys that were there, and listen, there was a lot of amazing shit on the table, but everybody agreed that that larceny barrel proof this year was just absolutely fantastic. So we, we missing nothing. We're, we're right there. Um, yeah, that bottle. With it. And, um, that bottle pops, man. The other one for me this year, one of our favorite is the Bookers. Um, we've had three this year that come out as far as I know. Sometimes we, we miss them, but the Lumberyard. I think is that O2? Um, yes, I believe okay. it's O2. That one, that one, that one's in, in, in yeah, five. O2. Definitely up there. I wasn't, I think I was going to say for the first time in a, since Blue Nights was 16 or 17. I wasn't really hip on that one. I didn't really, I didn't enjoy that one. It was sixteen oh two. Well, there's always a few that are good, but they're yeah. not memorable. Well, right? then like oh three, whatever that one was this year. It, it's hotter. It's a little book. I do enjoy oh, the proof the on tea. it. The it tea. The tea. Yeah. It, uh, I just don't. I don't like the profile on that one. Like I, it, it's it's got a very strange kind of taste well, I mean, roll to it. Well, I mean, it's good, but is it memorable? And I think that's no. kind of yeah. where you go at, at some point when you're going to talk about the year what you got because you can try a lot but what was memorable that stood out to you and i think the lumberjack so far i, I don't know they're still going to get a release out uh, you know how they do that. it'll come in january but anyway, but, yes. yeah. uh, i thought the lumber yard was i bought an extra a bottle of that because i thought it was yeah. fantastic. I, have, I only have one i, I have another thought too uh, um just because it was a little unusual the uh um, that single malt from Tasmania. Oh, that was good. Oh, what's that other, oh, dude, this, see, we're gonna do this question next too. What is that something more? It's 1792 juice, but it's the allocated stuff. You got it in Oklahoma. 
Oh, Thomas yeah. S. Moore, is yes, that what it is? Yeah. Right. That stuff that's what the, is fantastic. The Chardonnay finish, yeah. Yeah, that that's a bottle and a half right there. That that stuff is fantastic. Um, all right, so before we start kind of some letdowns this year, because you know that always happens. Um, what was a memorable cigar and bourbon pairing that we did this year? And it could be when we were just hanging out. It could have been on the podcast. It could have been we're hanging out. Or you guys are hanging out. Just something that, that you did. Well, there's only the one that the minute you said it and, and you can finish it up and I can start it because we went, we did a podcast, me and Mark, we went up to Grafton and we went to three shoots up there and you had been... Oh yeah. Um, I that was. I know you did a little tour with the girls. Went down to Louisville. Yeah. And you got that peerless double oak, and then you brought a cigar. Um, was it a party? No, they were the Viaje Platinos and Oros. Well, whatever that that uh, that pairing was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah that one. Was it reminded fantastic. me of the pack. What was it? Five and then those Partagas from the Duro number fives, yeah. Caribbean or wherever the hell you went. Won a Super Bowl, it does. Oh my God. Yeah, uh, that, that was, for me, one of the most memorable pairings of the year, which, that was spring maybe? Yeah, yeah, some yeah, point. yeah, yeah. For me, I mean, I, I'm going to, it pops in my, the, the, and it's really funny of the principal. I, I remember this conversation when he was like, hey, do you want to try his principles? And I was like, no. Because last time this dude bought me principles, we pull these cigars out of this box. We're trying to figure out, you know, both ends are capped. It's this short little pig. It's the holiday baubles. Still got a full box. I thought we were going to do it for Christmas, but I was like, I'm not fucking with that thing. But uh, that was my principal experience. Cigar sucks. It's got awful. Like, hopefully it gets better in the age. <laughs> I don't know. It's annoying. Didn't like it. He's like, yeah, you try these principles? And I'm like, no. Nah. So, but he pulls them out. That cigar in that moment, like, we were all sitting there smoking that cigar. Dude, we're like, okay, we're bumming. We're kicked back. We're all like legs extended on the couch, kicked back. We got Glenn Cairns watching his massive ass TV, watching Dr. Frankenstein, smoking this cigar. And what what did we pour? I don't remember what we poured. Because uh, I know you you had brought um, that maybe maybe you had brought that architect or architect. Is that what it is? Architect. We, that, yeah. we also had before that we had we had, we had a bunch one of our whiskey finished beers. So I know that, that one of oh, those, those stouts, stouts that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. turned out really well on that occasion was um, <clears throat> Heavy Rift, their um, Deer Agony. Mm -hmm. I, I had I had two bottles of, of their first release of that. And th those were awesome. Actually, one was, I, I think, Hooker's finish. Yeah. Those were good. Oh, and I brought over a, uh, we had a Bourbon County. I brought one over. I don't remember which one it was, but I brought one over. Um, but yeah, that that one just slams head on right away, like being being done. That was that was great. Um, I may not be able to give you a pairing, but I can tell you an experience. Yeah. Right. And uh, unfortunately, it was only three quarters of the people here at that particular time. But it was February of this year, and uh, probably when I got introduced to the Frank, but hanging out in the freezing fucking cold. <laughs> Outside smoking cigars from two to eleven o'clock, watching Super Bowls, <laughs> flipping awesome, right? Um, and I appreciate that. So that's probably one of my favorite smoking experiences. 
yeah. and understand that I travel all over the country. Yep. I'm traveling yep. probably 36 weeks out of the year, and I smoke everywhere I go except for Seattle. Sorry, Seattle, right. don't suck. That. That, bring, um, that, brings, that brings something up, kind of going, and I know it was last year, but we were in Key West, and remember we had dinner, and dropped the then we went back yeah. up, and we bought those rare pinks, and we sat out, and we're looking at the boats, and yeah. It, yeah, it was, I mean, it was funny, because, you know, you really got to memorialize the moment, right, we're sitting there on this couch, fucking enjoying ourselves, and it's like the alleyway for the dishwashers, so, like, every two or three minutes, there's dishes, <laughs> that go in, in front of you. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, guys. It was, you know, whatever. But you just wait till they're gone and, and right. you pause, resume. <laughs> you know. And, and at first, they, they they walk by and they're they very apologetically say, I, "I'm sorry, we don't really offer service out here." Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Didn't need it. Didn't yeah. need it. We were like ten steps from the bar. Because right. sometimes, uh, to be honest, some of the cigars are just smoke. But yeah, you're looking at it, and you're looking at the quality of the smoke to it. But there's also the people that you're with, or the time that you're having. Yeah, we've talked about that forever. Yeah. There's been times like we've pulled out cigars that we know we enjoy, right? Like we we know that we do. Um, and sometimes the just the time's not right. You know, like the cigars just not doing it. You know, right. the whiskey's just not not fun. You know, I mean it. it it sucks, but yeah. all right. Um, so, what was something that let you down this year in the bourbon and cigar side? Well, I can honestly tell you that Jake Wyatt, um, we did some of their cigars, and um, I man, the packaging and everything about those cigars, the, the, the packaging and everything about them, this is so beautiful. Um, so many good things going on there, uh, but I, I just did really didn't hit my expectations. I, I did really come out there a winner for me. Okay. And I don't need to say a whole lot more. Yeah, that yeah. For me. And I know Candela. The Candela, yeah. Candela. Um, probably if there was a Candela that I liked, that was probably pretty good, but yeah. I still. It's just nothing that I would reach out and spend some money on again. Yeah. I, I like the experience and, and talking about it, whatever, but I, I really found that kind of. Yeah, Neil, Neil and Gerard were great. The podcast was awesome. You know, Scooby Drew was sitting there. Uh, it was great. We had, you know, Joe Nose came out and some of the guys joined us for that one. That was really cool. I, do, I will say this um, it, when it comes to Candela, there's only two that I'll smoke. I don't smoke Candela often, but. Originally, it was only one, Illusion's Trip 8 series, their Candela, and then I do like how sweet Jake White's Candela is. It's not, it's not bitter, it's not meh. Um, but if, my, my letdown this year in the industry, I think, um, and it's not even like my, my letdown, I didn't like how the allocation of a lot of things that, that weren't allocated suddenly started becoming hard to acquire, you know? Um, wasn't hip on that. Uh, I will tell you, if, if it's going to be cigar to cigar, we all love that mortar coil that CAO did. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. Then that Firewalker came out. Yeah. That cigar fell flat, dude. Firewalker. That one just, because you were like, you were like, oh, the mortar coil. Like, hell yeah. Remember we all smoked that with Rusty? We cut it. Only time I've ever seen it. It was funnier than hell. We all cold draw, and it was like, an, it was like, it, like oh, Fig Newton. You're like, Fig. He goes, yeah, it's, it's a Newton cookie. Like, it all said Fig Newton. Love that cigar, great cigar. So then you get the next one, 
in that in that series. I don't, I don't sorry, I don't know the name of that series, but then you get the Firewalker, and it's like, yeah, you talk about how they did extra fermentation in the ground, and you're like, oh hell yeah, and then you smoke it. And I was like, mm. right. I mean, I'm not saying it's a horrible. It's not a it's not a horrible cigar. Like I. I'm sure a lot of people enjoy it. It, just, it didn't have the, the piggyback that you would expect coming off a cigar to hit as well as Mortal Coil. Right, I felt the same way, way about the Firewalker. I was very excited about it. And I just love the packaging, I like the naming convention. I like the size, it looked great, but it fell absolutely flat. Yeah, that's probably about the best way I can look at it. And you know, um, I wouldn't do it again. Mm -hmm. Another one that just fell flat, and, and I actually am a CAL fan, but I was really surprised by this. But uh, they came out with what that the triple B, the double B, uh, the one with all the I think it was like the new newest version of the Brasilia that they were um, doing this year. Oh, I haven't. Uh, with the multicolored wrapper, um, and um, yeah, what's the, what's the big fan of of, of that one? Um, comes with a little robusto. Yeah, yeah. the 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 MX. To yeah. MX3. Yes, right? MX3. Yeah, something like that. And, I didn't like when I smoked it first. Then I got one that was a little older, and it was it was better. And, that, and that's what I was I was going to say. I wonder about that with the, with the Jake White. One thing I felt about the Jake White is that they were fresh. You know, probably need a little bit more aging on it, but it was oh, sure. packaging yeah. and yeah. and so on and so forth. But yeah, and you know, I definitely will give them another another shot, yeah. a couple of shots. In fact, you know, I liked it that much, especially like that fourth dimension that they yeah. had. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was really good. I did enjoy that one. But um, yeah, that MX three. Yeah, and, and the yeah. Firewalker were probably the two that was just like, nah. Yeah, give it a little bit more time. Mad Russian. So, uh, I, uh, <coughs> okay. I'm back. Um, I, I went to, uh, I was, I was invited to a, a pre-release tasting, uh, at, at Four Hands. Um, the, the owner, um, Kevin Lim set this up, wanted a, wanted a tasting panel for their, their whiskey releases, um, he was very excited about them. I mean, so so forehands, of course, their 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 main product is their beer, and I, I really like the the, the, the company. I, I like the, like their, their products. Um, actually, Mark was involved in a, in a in a in bringing to market a product that that began as a forehands beer, then became whiskey, then became a beard oil. And so yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of, of, of the company, and and uh, they they have they have a, a line called. 1220 of, of their uh, floral gins that they that they make. Is it, is, I'm sorry. Is that that's the, is that the craft spirits thing? Yes. Is so that they, is that? I, I honestly don't know. Is that four hands or is yes. that four hands and somebody else? Well, no. It's, it, so the 1220 gins they make themselves. They have a they have a, a small still. When you first walk in the door, just to the right, there's a still there. They're, they're moving that to the new building that they just bought. But but then through MGP, they 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 buy bourbon. Well, bourbon and rye. Right. And and they for their for their their newest releases, he Kevin Lemp set up a tasting panel, and I, I, I really I liked the the, the cast strength bourbon and, and rye. I actually I bought a bottle of each of them. And then he had these other ones that were that, that, that had various finishes. There was a port finish, a, a rum finish, and then one that they finished. It, they were all ryes that were finished in uh, something else. And one they they, they bought a barrel. Of, uh, from orange bitters, and they 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 had the, the rye aging in that, and I I thought that was 
fucking terrible. I mean, it, really, yeah. I, 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 it was, I, I, some, of, some of the other people around me thought, oh, that, 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 that's great. It's like a cocktail that you don't have to mix. And, mm -hmm. and I, I can do so. I can make it palatable. And I, can, I can make it taste better. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't even want to finish the, the, the sample. I really, um, and, and, then, and then they, they, they did a, a cigar pairing. So they, I don't know how they, how they, they, they flavored the cigar, but the cigar was also good. And I, I, I like those guys, and I'm, I'm going to continue supporting them. But, but those, those two products were huge disappointments for me. And unfortunately, at the foundry, you go to the bar at the foundry, you can only get the, 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 the finished versions of, of, of the rye. They don't have the, 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 the straight. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. Kelly, how about you? What was a uh, on the spirit side that, that kind of let you down this year? Um, I'm gonna pass. Well, I can't. Yeah. I'm just thinking. I mean, I don't know. I can't come up with anything right now that just super stood out that I really didn't like on the spirit side. I mean, you know, a lot of it's good, and like I said, it's a lot of it's just not memorable. Um, but I, I don't remember one that just like, I was like, man, that's just total talk shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't have one. But if I think of one, I'll yeah. definitely pop it out there. There's more good than bad for sure on both ends, whether it's a Oh, definitely, definitely more good than bad. And I think that trend's going up, you know. Um, even things are starting to play around. Like, have you guys had the chance to do the Jack Daniels Bonded yet? No. Yes. I man. I like I'm it. telling you. It's that puts Jack Daniels on the map for me. That is, and I'm not normally one. You know, it did get number one at Whiskey Advocate, right? I'm, I'm not, you know, I, proofs in the pudding. Which I'm, I'm, yeah, it, 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 I'll tell like you right what. Away, this I'm is like, this is one of those things I could see. Like if it's on a panel against you know a lot of stuff you've had before, just you know a different proofing, and then suddenly you bam come out. Jack Daniels comes out with a true bonded and bottle of mine. You know, lays it out. It, it man, it smokes high. Uncle Nears. That coil, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. That was this year that we tried that, right? Yes, it was. That was this year. Was that the summer? Had to have been, right? Or maybe maybe it was like, you know, winter going into spring. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. You know, like March, April-ish out that way, or February, March, April. And I think we always talk about, and, and we try not to, but I mean, there was a lot of what I would call like, Unicorn is like okay, so not everybody's going to get to try. Fitzgerald, you know I'm an old Fitzgerald guy, but mm -hmm. the 17 yeah. again. I mean, is it the best in the line? Probably not, but it was damn good. Well, what I was excited about and this I've year, it, I've got to try that like two times now. Right, is you get that's right there in your hand. take that bottle oh, right there. That's that's you. I would select. Um, was with old Fit 17. And then you also had the Heaven Hill 17 drop. And they were both fantastic. Thought they were great. And for me, like seeing Heaven Hill 17, it was like, mm, you know, because you remember. Because right, I'm just like, oh. Um, yeah, I as far as the cost standpoint, I'd have taken, I'd have taken the, uh, the bottle of Bot. Old Fitzgerald over the Heaven Hill 17. Oh, for sure, for sure. It was just, it was just really nice because you know, a lot of people remember that Heaven Hill 27, and you know, like Heaven Hill seven year bottle of bond is fantastic, you know. But that did that was one experience that we brought up too. It's like okay, so how much older 
can you keep going? And I, I know we say that every single year, but they're up to 17 years bottle and bond. And damn it, it was not. And now the 19. Oh, <laughs> 19 came. Yeah. Now 19 has been out now, I guess, three weeks or so. Yeah. And good luck on the You guys tried the, the 21-year-old uh, Lockstock and Barrel. How was that one? That's good. That's a, uh, it's a blend of rye. That's, that's good. I, I like it. It's, I mean, it's the lock, stock, and barrel thing is really cool because you know it is, it is, it is sourced to be made. But I like how they only make like 300 bottles or something, you know, and like it's done. You know, it's super cool. Yeah. I thought they were, they were, they were going to stop because the guy who, who found it, that he, he died at a really young age, 38 years old. And, and, I, and he's the guy behind um, uh, St. Germain, which, which is an elder flower of the court. And, right. and, and ever, everyone loved it so much that, that, that in the, among you know, cocktail people, they started calling it bartender's ketchup because, because they started putting it in everything. St. Germain, yeah. Oh, yeah, St. Germain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it was, it was a pretty good year overall. Okay, so... Uh, if you could do a top five off the top of your head, what would you be your top five, birthday boy? On cigars. Okay. Well, I think we can do cigars. I think I think spirits would be too damn hard. Well, there's a couple of cigars that I haven't. Uh, well, I wrote this list, and one I'm not sure about this year, but I, I love those cigars. But um, Mojave for us here in St. Louis is hard to come by, so I got very fortunate to grab a five pack of the Bahave 15 anniversary, yeah. which I know you got to smoke one, yep. and I thought they were absolutely fantastic. Yep. Um, and I was super happy with it, loved it. Not a lot of people probably have had a chance to smoke it, but I thought as far as a new cigar for me to try this, I thought it was fantastic. The only thing I would say is getting that white tissue paper off the goddamn cigar. <laughs> it's a little tough. I mean, you really have to massage that goddamn toilet paper to get it yeah. off. <laughs> I mean, it's like there's, what it's like there's just enough of the glue that touched it that it doesn't just slide off. No. You almost like got to very finessely rip it from they the bottom. before the label, too. Yeah. So you got to peel it back to the label. Can you just light it with the on there? Well, my fear would be... You know, Mark, no one's going to tell like you no, but... Paper. It would be like, you know, <laughs> flaming all around the cigar. But I really like that one. And this one, uh, which was really unusual, actually, this was in mm. Kansas City. I grabbed this one. And um, Mark was up there. I think it was Linda's uh, birthday. Right. And um, I went down to the sportsman there. I called the sport. Was it Gibbles? Sports, the sports, sports club. Sports club yeah. down there. Uh, and I bought Emmanuel Caseta, um, okay, the Seda 75th anniversary. Dope. And that cigar, I sat in their room with Janine, and I had the time and spent about an hour and a half on that cigar, and I thought it was absolutely fabulous. Never smoked one of those. You um, know I'm a big Caseta Oktoberfest fan. Like I like, I like their Oktoberfest stuff. Because we, I, I think the first time I had one of those. We may have been out at Washington or uh, Herman because mm -hmm. they had them in their mm -hmm. uh, humidor. Loved them. And then this guy, I talked to him about it, and he goes, You will not be disappointed. I don't know what the price point on it, but I bet it was like $23, $24, and it was not disappointed. It was a fantastic cigar. Hell yeah. And I put those in my top five because I knew that was a little uh, different with the Stolen Thrones. And obviously, you know, I love the Las Caveras. 
and then I don't know if the Tatawai T110 uh, Kappa Special was this year released. The Tuxpa stuff or no, this, the this the, is the, the one label, uh, Kappa Special that I have that I bought um, in Kansas City as well. And absolutely, were the were the one tens this year? I think they were. They have, I think they were really at the beginning of the year. I we, think we, they we were. We had them here. Because then, then you saw, um, oh, damn it. Uh, of course, I draw a blank right now. I think that was this year, because they did the Habana, the Sumatra, and the Broadway. Right? Was it the, the 110s well, this year? it's the white label. It's the Cafe especially. Yeah, that's, that's the Habana. Yeah. 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 I, this one is just. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, so Damn, obviously there's more, but that's kind of what I wrote down that I really... Um, okay. There's two, two that I want to throw out. Um, obviously, I said on a top five, you've got uh, Calaveras 22 is there. I love the Cajonu 2015. I did from top to white, I think that cigar was fantastic, right? Um, I was, or I shouldn't say was, I am a big fan of the uh, um, Bewitched that Steve Saka did. I did, I did like that. Mm. I did like that one. The Naka Tamale I wasn't too hot on, but I did like Bewitched. Um, what else Not did they have? The the the, oh yeah, that was that was. That's Viaya, right? The Geisha. That's Viaya. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what I do want to point out is I loved, absolutely loved. It was so cool the advent calendars came out. Um, and the Tatuaje ones are epic. They're awesome. But I got to give a shout out to Oliva, man. Do you remember that advent calendar they did last year? The big long, it looked like, a, like those paychecks you get from like Founder's House or whatever. <laughs> the one they did this year, like if you haven't seen it, look it up. It literally looks like, like an old spell book, you know? Yeah. Like it closes and you open it. And it made it so much more humidor yeah, friendly. You know, like if you're working with a cooler or you're doing storage containers or you got something that you can just slide that bad boy into, dude, it's, it's so cool, so well done. I thought that was great. I like, I'm a fan of the advent calendar thing. I want to talk yeah. about that a little bit. Like, how do you feel about the advent calendars? I enjoyed it because I put it in my, uh, I put it in my, I've got a big white igloo, one of those big boats. And um, I took a razor and sliced it all. So every couple of days, um, I'd go down there and see. You know, it was like a little Christmas thing. You go down there and you'd open one of the doors. Not that they were surprising. Um, it was basically all the monster mash in a small robusto. Uh, well, you got what I liked about Tatawais is that they did one of everything. That's yeah. at any point been a core line. You got all and then your you monster got, you got five, yeah, you got five line. monsters. And then there were two holidays that were in there. And then you had, you had I think pumpkin. it was, yeah, you had a pumpkin. It was on the 13th, right? Which I thought was, I don't even know why we were screwing around trying to figure out what, if we had just thought about it for a moment, you'd be like, oh, Friday the 13th, pumpkin. Like it would make sense, you know? Yeah, but it would have been job. That would have been the first one I had. That made me mad as shit. <laughs> I'll never forget that on that podcast. Well, you guys have whatever you want. Pumpkin comes out, it's mine. That's all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but what I liked about it is on the social side, what you saw that was actually really, really, really cool, 
a lot of people, like between groups and Instagram and like reviews, a lot of people, like I'll, I'll shout out to, to the squirt in German, like on his little blog, he did it day by day. Never opened it, just went day by day. And a lot of people did that, which I think is really cool. You know, I mean, like we goofed on one, right? I was like, hey, why not? Let's just see what's in this damn thing. And I was like, just picking numbers. We're smoking cigars, right? We didn't, right. We didn't care. You know, but a lot of people, like I know you did. I know, I think you did. I know uh, the ginger from the north did. Like he, day by day. The most activity I've seen from that on Instagram ever. Day by day. He did it as the day went. Didn't jump anything. And smoked him. And I thought that was really cool from a, you got to think of it like a semi, it's not planned because you don't know what you're smoking. Right? And I love the size they did on the cigars because I guarantee for a lot of Tatuaje fans or even people that just get into Tatuaje that bought that box, like when you saw El Truinfador in there and El Suedo, like you, bro, I haven't seen those cigars in a box in a decade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not there. Then you have some broadleaf stuff. And then again, if you're a monster guy, getting to not only are you getting to try these monsters, but again, they're in a size they've never been in before. So it changes the whole damn experiment, right? Right. You know, you've got the Drac Redux, then you get the Petite Robusto Drac, and then you got a skinny monster, and so you got a Cazadores, and then you got a Pudgy. It's like, ooh, you know, you get to try them in every single size. I thought that was great. And I loved how, like with Olivas, you know, with, with Tatuaje, you got the Christmas ornament, right? You have the sharp little snowflake. And then inside Oliva, when you get to the, the last day, or if it's the first thing you open, there's an executive lighter in there that is super cool. It's a really unique style lighter. I didn't, I didn't what was that about the lighter? What was that? An Oliva, on the Oliva one. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't get the, the, the uh, Oliva uh, admin calendar, but when they had the, the, the Christmas party here, I won the, 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 the one of the, my weddings was, was the Oliva gift set, and that Oliva Master Series 3, really liked that cigar. I never had that before. Master Blend? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. That is the, I feel like that's the most slept on Oliva product. And I think, it, I personally think that's like, I love that Robusto size. I think it's one of the best products Oliva's ever done. Love it. Before I forget, for our listeners, I was just down at, um, well, you, you call it like our friend here, the Russian, the pirate bar, but. Uh, gonna get Dan somebody Z's. drowned, dude. Gonna get somebody drowned. I'm telling you, he's got, I think, 21 and 22 stacked in there, and there's probably 15 to 20 each. On and, Calaveras? No, on the Advent Calaveras. Oh, there the you Christmas go. Tatuai, yeah. And he's selling for $148. Now, for $148, you go down there and get the whole Tatuai line for the most part. And, and get a chance to try it for that type of money, I think that's a honey hole and a half yeah. there, buddy. Um, and, and, and so if you want to try something for a great price, that's a hell of a grab down there, I think. And what I like about it is 21 and 22 are both different. Um, I believe it's the same cigars, but they're just a little different. So uh, better looking, Michael Jordan. I know you got to head out to your yeah. memorial, but yeah. I want you to get your top five out there or yeah, top yeah. whatever. I'll until I saw your list, so just give us what's on there. Yeah, I'll give you and a little bit, there. a little bit why. Yeah. Right? And then I'm going to argue with you on that second one because I think you're fucking crazy. Okay. Well, that's yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But that's actually just one of my favorites because I, I think smoke the time. And, I yeah. So it's an LG 2015. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, do you remember those are the ones we bought? Remember when we went in the humidor at Weston, and I got excited about those LFDs. The ones that didn't have a label on them? Yes. Yeah, the Lito Gomez stuff? Yes, yeah, the yeah. Lito Gomez, you know, he does a great job. She goes back to the Andalusian Bull, which you're going to argue with me, which I absolutely love. 
any time, any chance I get a, uh, a chance to get my hands on that, I do but that. But was it like a cream puff? Was it a very creamy experience? He's never smoked the original the 17, so he yeah. doesn't know. Okay, so and, yeah, and the so problem with that now again is like somebody asked me, they're like, so I've, well, I, I gave him, I actually gave gave the Mad Russian the two that I had. But again, you got to think now. Even though that 17 was just this big, potent knockout blitz of a cigar, it's five years old now. Yeah. So, so, this so, is what I'm gonna say. You don't so know. I did smoke the 2017, and I oh. loved it. That's the reason why I went back to the bull again this year. Was ah, it as good okay. as the 2017? Okay. okay. Absolutely not, because I haven't been able to find it. It is just more no. nostalgic than anything. It else. was that that cigar just always sticks out in my mind as one of the funniest memories in the world because when they came back in 19. Uh, there was a line of people for right. boxes right. and I have never seen somebody so quickly like they weren't going to ask like can I get a refund but you knew they looked at the box cigars in their hand they're like yeah they smoke them it absolutely yeah. smokes them but it's still nostalgic for me so that that's one uh, the drag of course said the uh, FTA yep. but I'll give you another fun one that I like uh, which was the Rojas Street Taco Whoop, whoop. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy that. I you smoke really those because they're Russian. Yeah, yeah, he's got those. Those are those are fun, right? And it's something you know I like to turn people on to. And uh, uh, when I, I like the label. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then of course one of my favorites is Placencia Alma Fuerte. You know, I, I you got me on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I really enjoy now the Alma Alma Fuerte. Do you like the green label? So the green label is a Colorado leaf, right? Yeah. And what's like the, the white one? The, the the black label. I don't know what the white. Uh, the white one is. I don't know. That was okay. Cigar Vault's got the white one. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Then, but the black light. Oh, the black and gold. Right on, right so, on. Gotta find speaking of that, I'm going to say this and I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. So I'm going to this memorial. Some of you guys may know this guy or you know a couple of these guys. But, you know, Demetrius Johnson, if you guys remember, oh, yeah. Demetrius Johnson just yes. passed. And yeah. he's one of my fraternity brothers. I'm going to a memorial for him. They're actually going to have his actual memorial and funeral down at the Shavens this, this okay. week. Okay, okay. Or next week maybe it is. So, so, yeah, so I'm going to go and celebrate and probably have a couple of brotherhood smokes. Uh, later on this afternoon, and we'll probably smoke some, probably that placentia all before then. Nice. So. Will we see you later? Yeah. Well, maybe. Okay. It yeah. depends on how much more bourbon I drink. You know, I've drank a lot here already, and uh, how many more cigars. But yeah, hopefully. So. Okay. I appreciate y'all. Of course. To, uh, Thank you, bro. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year. Thanks for being happy. a part of the crew. Absolutely. Love it. Hey, Russian. Appreciate you, brother. All right, uh, I'll see y'all later. Be safe. Have right, fun. Thank you. All right. All right. I will be safe. I awesome. can guarantee you that. Mark, scoot on down here, man. Come on down. I'm, yeah, you bet. Don't leave that. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Be good. All right, all right man. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Uh, Russian, what you got cooking, man? So I thought of uh, a, a couple others, uh, uh, good and bad. Um, one that, that I thought was uh, that worth mentioning was uh, I last year I, I didn't get to try the uh, the, the hyena. Uh, but I got it this year when I went to, to Dallas to Trey Andrews' shop. Oh, from Black Label. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I love that one. It's the, it's the Cameroon. Um, and then uh, I, 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 I thought it was a super cool event when we tried uh, the All Saints stuff with, with Mickey. Yeah. That those were pretty good. Um, was that this year? Those weren't pretty At your house? Yeah. yeah, those. There was a couple of his that we, we kind of... Fell in love with. I what thought we were real. The, damn it. If only Tommy. The, the Bellicoso. Yeah. I don't what cigar was that? They weren't in his 
No, it's he, in his line, but he gave yeah, us up. He pulled him out. And, and then I saw him again, and he goes, look at him. Here he comes. He's wanting those. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Give me something, some more, and I'm something, something. Uh, okay. You can good. see it on his face. He's coming yeah, from the he's like, oh, here he comes. He's going to want some more of those. I, yeah, those are good. And pull then, that guy a little closer to and, then, and he was fantastic. Just keep it off the side of your mouth. And Tommy, okay. we, we spent a couple uh, podcast with him yeah. this year. Tommy, actually, I want to give a shout out to him. That that um, sure big he's guy. Not he's not here. He's at the firehouse. Okay, because um, he's got. Um, he did have the boys send in some cigars, so we're going to be sending those out to friends and and everybody. Got some boxes in from Big Sky, All Saints. Mickey sent some stuff. The guys at Big Sky sent some stuff. So we're going to be spreading those around to everybody. Um, yeah. So Are we going to be putting the fish hooks in our hands? No. And, 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 <laughs> and one that I thought of. You can pull it all over me and be like, uh, uh, I'm uh, fly fishing? Yeah. Is that a fly fucking hook you got on your hand? Yeah, I'm an Olympic fly fisher. Right here in the Merrimack. I, I was thinking about the disappointing ones. So I, I do have one to add to that list, too. Um, I, I think I'm the only one of the three of us that's still uh, on the list so they, they they started this this uh this bourbon pairing series so when you get your three sometimes that you get two plus one in, in in its own sleeve there was one the most recent one that was in the, in the orange bourbon sleeve that was fucking awful i mean i couldn't i just it it it, it um it, pulling it out of the, the plastic it, it reeks of patchouli I, I couldn't even like that patchouli. It was just not. I mean, it, it, it would be like fine for for like a bathroom freshener maybe, but <laughs> I couldn't. I just I couldn't. It, it was it was awful. Oh my god. Um, that's that's something that's starting to kick up again too. And it is it is the Cowboys' birthday, and this is the end of the year, so we will keep this one a little longer just to ride it out. Um, but uh, the bourbon aging thing is really starting to kick. Actually, you know something I smoked that was actually surprising? Well, that Eagle Rare. Um, I was wondering just, about that. Yeah. I, you, you know what, man? I mean, it, of course, a very mild cigar. That's but it's got true. some really, really unique uh, creaminess to it. Almost almost like, uh, like I don't, like when I, I'm a coffee expert, but like I don't put creamer in my coffee. But I would imagine like if you could smoke that, it's kind of that way. It's not sweet. I don't mean it like that. It's not like vanilla cream or anything like that it's just a very and it's got a dense smoke to it like it hangs around like when you retro it i mean you get you get some plumes of smoke out of it it's it's cool i, I mean it would be one that i would like pour it against eagle rare and i'd be very curious as to to what it does um one more i was saying then we'll go back to uh the weller by cohiba they released this year that sean williams did yeah now i haven't i did i've smoked it i did not smoke it with well i didn't do anything like that that's just a damn good cigar I agree. It is just a good cigar. Like, I love the fact that they aged the binder in the barrels, but they didn't remove. A lot of times, like, when they take a blend like that and they start aging wrapper or binder, they pull out a lot of the Hero or the heavier broadleaf that's in it because you kind of want the, the, quote, seasoning aspect to take over. They didn't do that in that cigar. So you smoke, that's still a fairly strong cigar. I'm not, I'm not kidding. That's a fairly strong cigar. But every now and then, it's almost like the legs on a glass, or when you're nosing it as the glass is getting empty, you taste it. It's there. It's very, very good cigar. Um, another 
night that, 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 that stands out, which was this year actually, was the, uh, I know that there was, that I'm aware of the fallout, but that, that, that night with the, that, that, that we did the, the, the dinner event at, um, in, uh, with, 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 with Crown Heads and, uh, um, oh, and with Luciano? Yeah, yeah that, uh, was, that, that was, that was, I think it was, it was a really good event. It was, it was, it was a great night. Um, it, it was, it was fun trying the, the two cigars simultaneously because yeah. I don't normally do that. That's something I wanted to shout out, shout out to Lit, not like exclude, but shout out to that. I've only ever been a part of a cigar dinner mm-hmm. like that once before, and it wasn't coordinated that way. You know what I mean? Um, I think they do a very, very good job of the, the locations. Um, I loved the Ruth Chris dinners that we did, but I got to say, I think, and maybe I'm being biased here because it was Tatuai, but that dinner with Tatuai was just money. It was perfect. It, it was seemed perfect. to me like, the night was perfect. The meal was, it just, it was, the vibe was perfect. Right. It seemed it a little more point. intimate. It was at Vito's in the Valley. Yep. Um, yep. With Tatuaje and with Casey and, and and crew. And it seemed a little more intimate. And all of us got to spend time with everybody a little more. The uh, the Chris, uh, Ruth Chris uh, dinners um, are a little more spread out. They're not as um, close. You don't get a chance to meet everybody because it's a, it's, a, it's a bigger event kind of. It's yeah. spread out. Um, but they're they were all fantastic. But yeah, for me that stuck out as well. Yeah, you've gotta make make sure I get you the dinner this year. Um, and then one that I can't really comment on because I haven't tried it, but I did get a pack of the the blood medicine. I didn't, so I don't know I don't know what they're like, but are they is that worth adding to the list? Um, that oh that's a kind of loaded, not really loaded, but. I don't think that's gonna be so. It gets hard there, right? Because that's like saying, you know, smash pumpkins, right? Throw it on your. But you don't have a box of those. You're not gonna get 25 of those. You know what I mean? You may get three. They get a little event. Well, back. it's kind of like a unicorn too in the bird yeah. thing. It's like not everybody. I don't put those on the list because they're so hard to get. You have to be a specific event to be a specific right. time to right. get one. It's just like I, I throw it out because I'm a big old Fitzgerald guy. That 17, almost every one is epic. Um, but I don't. I hate to put it in my list because very few people are going to get a chance to try this. Right. As, as far as blood medicine, like I would don't throw it on your list. It's a phenomenal cigar. Uh, very personally, I think everybody here would take it very mild. But it's got really, really impressive floral nuances to it. Um, it's just, I love the event idea behind it. I love how it comes in the box of four. I think it's great. Um, it's really cool that they brought it back, you know? Um, it's just one of those things like, you know, like when we smoked the, uh, Mason Dixons that the German found up in Rhode Island, right? And we smoked them. Remember I sent that picture to John he's like, damn, those are old. He's like, yeah, they, you'll recall that cigar because we smoked it on the golf course, right? At that event. But I don't think you could recall how that cigar smoked. You know, it was just so old. You know, it aired out. I love what they did with blood medicine. It's a, if you could buy boxes of it, I'd have boxes of it. Um, but it's 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 one of those things that you're not going to smoke all four of those in sequence and be like, oh, those are great. Let's just go get more. 
You know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to tuck away. And, and you know? Dave said that because of the, the, del the obviously false claims that they put on the packaging, they can't just sell it, they have to give it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for external use only, the whole the, yeah, it, snake it, oil thing. It yeah. cures rheumatism. It, yep, yeah. <laughs> and it's cool, it's still one of my favorite posters. When you look at the Blood Medicine posters, it's got, that really flashes back to where Crown Heads got their name from, like the old carnival thing. Right. You know? Um, like that's always something that like, we've talked about it over and over. It's like I wish we could do that, but the moment you did it, everybody'd be like, oh, he's trying to like Kermit. <laughs> yeah, you do. You know, but that's really cool. It's a great cigar. Smoke one, definitely smoke one. Like pull one out and just smoke it. You got four of them, right? It's, it's dope. Smoke one. I really, really think. And actually, I would say this with it, even though I'm saying it's rather mild, don't smoke it like in the morning. Like smoke it. Like if you've had a few cigars, finish with it. Wrap out with it. And I think it's literally like a waltz through the door as you end your night. Like, it's, it's a great cigar. Um, but like, like the Cowboys said, as far as the unicorn thing goes, yeah, you, I wouldn't throw that in there, right? You know, like, I'm talking, I'm talking about this principle, and we all agreed on this. The reason I'm bringing this up is because we were, we were the only ones there smoking it, you know what I mean? But I don't think you can just go out and buy this box, you know? And for what they cost, I don't think a lot of people are just going to go out and buy the box, you know? Uh, we were fortunate enough to be with you on Halloween, and, and you gifted these, you know what I mean? Um, it's but we've done that before too. Like I, I got a, a very a birthday present here for you that I did my very best. Um, I guess I'll give it. I'll give it to you now. As I want to do it on here. If you guys have been listening to the podcast long enough, you know that one of the best cigars the Cowboy has ever smoked was a late '90s Cohiba Robusto. Now I did the best I could and looked around for a late '90s Cohiba Robusto. Yeah, I wasn't buying anything I could find, right? But what I could find was a Monty number no. five from 1998. And that's as close as I could get to a mid nineties um, Cuban. So yeah, that's your little, nice. your little birthday play. I know it's not the Cohiba, but um, Very you know, was able, was able to find those from a local, a local collector. So that was, that was cool. Um, but things like that, right? You know, it's, a box of 25 of those, I mean, shit, dude, you're $1,100, $1,200, you know what I mean? It's like, ugh, it's, t it's, it's their cigars, right? You're going to smoke them. It's like, there's never been a better instance of burning money. <laughs> you literally pay for it and set it on fire. Like, you know, yeah. there's not, that's why I've always joked, like, when I see these, um, like, I, you know, I like champagne. Champagne's fun. I like to, you know, I like to feel bougie. You know, it makes me feel fancy. Um, you know, when you go into a total wine and you look at some of these vintage Dom Perignons, right? Like you'll go in there and they'll have twenty thousand bottles of champagne, twenty thousand dollar bottles of champagne. I'm that asshole who always wants to watch someone buy it and trip on the way to the register. <laughs> what are you gonna do now? <laughs> you break it, you buy it. You know? <laughs> Come Believe on, me, man. I've been there a couple of times this year. Yeah, but you were waiting on an Uber. That doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know. Anyway, one thing I wanted to uh, throw out here on the table because I know we're almost at two hours, but. Mm -hmm. I would like to throw on the table at least one of the best podcasts this year. And oh, yeah. I really thought, because usually we talk about our top five podcasts, um, I definitely, absolutely, and, and um, w w wish I'd have given more uh, time for the day of it. And maybe next year it could be an annual thing for us. But the Halloween thing at Mark's house uh, was absolutely fantastic. Not, 
now that I'm thinking about it, we really didn't do a podcast. Yeah, but still, like the yeah, we, but we've done us together, there. like um, the All Saints that we did at Mark's. I, those were really memorable this year. Yes, um, and inevitably, there's an experience with Mark that you know, uh, Tommy and Mickey Pay are walking up, and the next thing we know, bro, the timing, and then the whole fucking table explodes. The, a whole huge glass table explodes. You know, like in the movies, in the movies when you watch that scene where someone's like walking on their phone out towards the street, someone stops him, the bus goes, right? <laughs> Mickey, we don't even know this guy yet. Like, we're going out to shake hands. Mickey comes that corner and, <laughs> we look right. Mark goes, I, I love you to death. The Russian goes, oh. I guess I shouldn't set all the coals yeah. in the middle of the glass table. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, you know the startup, the, the, the <laughs> cylinder, steel cylinder with all the coals in it, and he just set it on top of the. We go uh, inside. Glass table we go inside and, and sit down. Yeah. And Mickey's like, "So I guess we're going." I'm like, "Oh yeah, we're on, baby. Let's, let's do this. We'll clean the glass up later." <laughs> um, yeah, no. As, as far as do you have, do you have any more like of the of the year that you remember and point out? Well, I feel bad because I, I just I thought of us getting together, and now that I think it, it wasn't a podcast, but all of us getting together and sharing the Halloween experience, which we love. I just found that amazing uh, time we got to spend that afternoon together. I thought it was great, and yeah. we had the All Saints uh, podcast here, which I do think was one of our top five. Uh, we just had a great afternoon there uh, down in your dining room, which was great as well. So I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that was a highlight of the year for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think um, you, the, the podcast at your table, like I told you, I want to get, I'm trying to think of maybe in a, in a few weeks, I want to do like a poker game and just and kick it. And, um, you know, it's not that we just, just smoke inside. It's not that, dude. Like we've, we've, we podcasted outside in your, in your, we've got, think about it, all the podcasts we've done under that yeah. fucking gazebo. And uh, or whatever you call it, and um, you know those were those were great. I think uh, the Luciano experience was lights out. Um, I've never been that high on tobacco before in my life, oh, but when you're yeah. smoking straight Lajero for two hours, and just about the time we were shaking, uh, you know, pizza got to be That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the, the the podcast and and it was last year though. And Weston was pretty damn cool. We did it in the back of the. That's a clutch. Up. That's a clutch one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also I also thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed when we did the advent calendar upstairs on the deck, yeah. just sitting outside on the table, and it was you know like a, it was a free for all for you know whatever with one rule pumpkin comes out as mine. Yeah, podcasts have always been fun, and, and just trying to get all the guys together was um, it was great. You know, you've made every single end of the year podcast. Actually, the, you know, and I, and I'm looking forward to the something like that around. Um, the Tenacious D concert because that's going to be a rare occasion mm-hmm. to get everybody in the same. That's place. everyone, literally everybody. Uh, we go down to go down to Lip before the show and because yeah, there'll be, be the, the new the new store will be open then. Uh, maybe we rent out the VIP room, just take it up and and do our whole our whole shtick. That'd be great. Um, yeah, I mean, we're what what are you looking forward to next year? I know I'm not even talking like New Year's resolutions or any of that shit, but. You know, what, what are you thinking? I mean, we always get excited for Calaveras. You know, you hope it's going to continue to come. Um, you know, uh, I got it. I do have to tell you, I have been a big fan, and I enjoy that Pete is doing the reduxes on the monsters. 
I really, really like that because I think more and more people, and we'll say like probably the past like four or five years have started fascinating about the Monster Series, you know? And it's like, we joke, we've joked about it. Go back 10 years ago when you bought your Monster, and you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna get one stick, it's like 10, 11 bucks, like right on. You wanna kick yourself in the head for not buying the damn box, you know? How many times have we done that, right? Like you, I will never forget your heroic move on the 15 Miamis, right? I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah, I smoked the Solomons, and you know, I was like, ah, whatever. Then we buy those Bellicosos, they come out, we're like, oh my God, you get up in the middle of a sentence, walk in there and buy the box, and you still got them. Still have a few. Yeah. Well, there's just no accounting for, like I said, when you smoke something that is memorable and exciting as that and, and, and again I had no foresight that they would become um, so unusually rare uh, at this point which apparently they still have them but they're hard as hell to get yes they're not they're uh, not in, and in, it's not like we don't know somebody who knows somebody Scoob, yeah Scoob, Scooby Drew was in uh, New York for his 21st and uh, he went to his shop and uh, I got two of them I got the sun grown and the natural but dude they were $28 a piece. Now, granted, granted, it's New York, right? So you know the tobacco tax, but, you know, I wasn't gonna, gonna pass that one away. So I filled up my wine glass, sir. Thank you. Thanks. Well, I definitely think I'm gonna, I think this year I would be looking forward to a couple of great podcasts at the farm, mm. um, for sure. Um, I, I think I would look forward to us probably doing something in Kansas City yep. this year that is going to be exciting. And I think Craft and Pure will expand a little bit and we'll hopefully get a few little toe holes in Kansas City and, and, and hopefully Kansas as well. Yes. We're, me and Mark are hoping to be up there the second week or for your birthday, 14th and 15th of January yep. up there. As long as we can get the meeting start going. Start to get yep. our, our foothold up there. Um, but I think the expansion will continue. I think me and Mark <clears throat> are looking forward to our next um, series of cigars that we're going to start sometime after the first of the year. Who that's going to be with and what direction we're going to go. I think we're going to explore some things and, and you know, we'll, we'll just see where that goes. But I think there's going to be an expansion on a new series um, this season. So that really excites me. Doing something. I also think that me and Mark have already talked about it. I don't think I'm talking out of hand. Nope. We would like to get the hooligan, and I think Mark is going to pick a size that he likes for the hooligan. And I think I'm, I'm going to do the Cyclops, you'll do the hooligan. Or vice versa. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, vice versa. It doesn't matter. And we're probably going to come out with box cigars in a different size. We're still going to keep the three packs. So I think that'll be exciting for. Uh, for, for humidors and what is that? we already have them as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, very, very excited about that. You know, the uh, initial 12 count boxes on current size Cyclops and Hooligan officially dropped tonight uh, at our event. Um, but definitely, I think, um, I don't know what sizes we're gonna go, but I'm, I, I mean, I definitely know one of, one of those flagships are gonna be a Bellicoso, definitely. Um, and then I'm really curious to see, personally, I know, I know right now, whichever blend that, that, that I take on the tour for size and blending and play with, it's going to be Bellicoso. And I'm very curious to see what you, what you end up, you know, 
Well, that's what I was kind of. I thought we had already talked about. Well, then bit. shit, I'll, we'll do about a church. again might be a Toro, and we might do the Bellicosa because I just love that Bellicosa yeah. size. Yeah. And I know the Bellicosa can be different sizes, right? I mean, you can do that, but. But I'm not afraid to say that I will reference out the Bellicosa size that, that that I'm hunting for is between two. I love the La Roma de Cuba Mia more that semi box press Bellicosa. Or I really, 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 really enjoy the animal cracker bellicoso that Tatuaje does, that Dan does in the, in the surrogate site. I love those sizes. Like they're, they're I just, I, I think it's perfect. You know, um, we would play around with the Churchill, but in October of 24, the moon tower's back and that is the Churchill, so. And you know, I was gonna bring that up too, cause I thought that was another, and we don't talk, well, we're talking year in whatever about our stuff too much but i thought that was a pleasant surprise for you as well as i that we had tested these blends a long time ago and then we got a call like hey these are sitting on the shelf yeah that and was just we got them we're like oh my god yeah these are fantastic and i really really like what we did with them instead of you know we could have three packed them maybe boxed you know 10 limited boxes or something but i really liked the event special idea you know, like it, it was cool that way. You get to experience it, you get to smoke it, but you ain't gonna see it again for two years. So, you know, I thought that was fun. Um, we do want to shout out to Lit Cigar Lounge. Um, I do want to throw this out. The new build out's gonna be opening uh, first week of February. So it'll be held a Super Bowl party there if you're going. Um, they have their New Year's Eve party on the 31st. I do believe that, that the comfy seat tickets are sold out. Uh, if you're curious, just call up to the shop and they'll let you know exactly what's going on. Um, everything's full steam ahead there, you know. Um, more barrel picks, don't, you can't, can't expect that to stop. Uh, they still haven't missed, man, I'll tell you. They still haven't missed on, on the picks. I think they're, think they're, they got a good palate for, for, for the picks. And I do think it works, you know. Um, so, where are we? We haven't uh, even talked, I mean, if you're watching the video, you'll see it, but we're a grand crew. We're a grand crew. Yeah. <clears throat> Sitting in the old honey hole over here, the big screen, we got nothing on, no games really right now. We're just doing our thing and uh, soon to get out of here uh, because what? We're doing our our rescheduled Craft and Puro semi-Christmas party tonight. Yeah, with uh, Stolock Whiskey. Yep, Stolock Whiskey is launching tonight as well. And uh, we got live music. Beautiful. So, a, uh, a local band. Um, I got some peeps coming. Should be a blast. Yeah, all the girls come out, and then I think when we get done, we're gonna take the old cowboy out for a little birthday drinky drink, and have a good time. Um, trying to tell you who this band is. You might you might actually know who this is. Uh, Atomic Junk Shot. Atomic Junk Shot. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Aaron Per Perlu Perlo maybe. Sorry if I'm missing your name wrong. Uh, he's the lead singer and rhythmic guitarist. He's going to do a uh, um, acoustic set tonight. So cool. That'd be pretty cool. And he'll start at what seven? Uh, probably right around six thirty, seven ish. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool. So all right. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to wrap this up. Last podcast of the year. We're going to sit here and have another drink. Um, kind of collect our stuff together, and then uh, we'll head off and uh, we'll see you guys in twenty three. So from the Viking, mahalo. Thank you, uh, Cowboy. What you got? Well, listen, man, it was a great year. Thanks, as always, for listening in to us. I think a lot of good things happened this year. We finally uh, got the Reaper out, so, and then the, 
the Moon Tower with the event cigar. It's just been great. Your support has been great, and we're going to keep this train rolling. Yes, so, sir. Uh, Mad Russian, how about you take us on out of here, say whatever you guys say, and then say something in Russian. Well, I've got Russian, how about Snowden Gordon, which is a, a, you know. Did I, you just say Edward Snowden? Snowden Gordon? It's a happy New Year because, yes. because uh, New Year's is the, the high Russian holiday. Perfect. That it? Are we yeah. it? Oh, yeah. we're done. All right. We're out. All right. Bye, well, guys. Thank you. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. 25% of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe merch.